episode 62 of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave, and today I got a very special guest, Jaime. How's it going? It's going, brother. So, I think this is going to, it's going to be a pretty good episode. I think we've uh, chatted up quite a bit and had a couple of beers, kind of laid back. Loosen up. Loosen up. <laughs> Loose, uh... Thank you for having me, by the oh, way. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Thank you. appreciate you coming over, dude. So, one of the things that, uh, kind of ask everybody is, what have you been listening to lately? Lately, I've been listening to, uh, uh okay, like I was telling you earlier, I got, yeah. I got the Spotify, right? So, like, I like to listen to the, to the daily mixes, you know, kind of, sometimes it'll be a good list of shit I already like and then sometimes alright here there's a cool cool one I never heard about right but every so often it comes up like god damn it I didn't want to hear that one like eh, you know the list isn't too perfect right <laughs> they haven't gotten the algorithm down too right. good right but uh, but there is uh, the one I do like on there is the, the liked playlist like like songs and shit so I'll listen to the like songs put it on shuffle because it's already songs like I picked out right and, oh okay so like it'll just shuffle a bunch of them right now yeah. you know and i like to listen to a lot of things right so it'll right. be you know uh morbid angel one minute then you know fucking nwa or you know hank williams it's the best you know? <laughs> i love <laughs> you know i, I love like i love fucking random ass <laughs> playlist dude because like that it makes it it just makes it fun you it know? makes it interesting yeah it makes know? it you interesting for sure you don't you don't it's more sounds yeah more and you know what you also i didn't even know that uh spotify had that uh option yeah. Or, or they have playlists like that. Because, I mean, Apple Apple Music has playlists, but a lot of it is, like, the latest in metal, the latest in rock. Yeah. And it'll be, like, newer singles and stuff like that. I didn't know that, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I've been wanting to check out uh, Apple Music just because I have my love-hate relationship with Spotify. You know? You it's, know? It's it's awesome. I love it. I love, I love Apple Music. I actually had both because mm-hmm. my girl had Spotify, so I had both. Uh, so I could, you know, I, I could kind of see... The, 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 I guess pros and cons of each. Yeah, and yeah. But I did stick to, to Apple Music. Overall, I do find uh, the Spotify will uh will they they've recently put more, more bands or albums that uh, that I've been waiting for like when I first got it like, excuse me a couple years a couple years ago, they didn't have like uh like Sacrifice, right, okay, from, uh, from Canadian. Canada, yeah. yeah. So they didn't have Sacrifice. They had like maybe two albums, right? Yeah. And, um, What's that one fun. album? Is it Onward something or? Oh, uh, the, uh, the Forward Determination. That's one. Forward okay. Determination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one, and then so they finally put that one and uh, yeah. and uh, um, the second one, Chingao. Um, no, 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 no. Tor- they put Torment and Fire. My bad. I messed up here. Okay. They put Torment and Fire, and uh, and uh, Onward Determination. They cool. finally put those two on there. And so yeah, I've been I've been listening yeah. to that again, and then they put like a gamma ray on there too. They put the the what is it, Rebellion in Dreamland? Like okay. they put they put like a I guess I guess gamma ray uh, remastered a bunch yeah. of them or something like that. And now they finally put that one. So I've been li- you know I've been listening to that. Uh, I've been listening to this band called the uh, uh, the Mountain Witch. I that's all familiar, but I'm not. They're cool. I heard them on like a stoner, stoner doom. Sound stoner. Uh, it sounds yeah, stoner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I heard them on there, and uh, it was cool. The, the the they had this one song, uh, the the dead won't sleep, right? And the, yeah. the, that guitar riff is just super fucking catchy. You know, yeah. dun, 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 dun. you know, um, 
the other one of the other episodes I was talking about this cool band named Gonzalez. Have you heard them? No, I haven't heard them. Dude, it's rocking, man. It's super, like, uh, well, it has kind of like this guy on a motorcycle, and it kind of reminds me of, uh, like, uh, like Orange Goblin. Okay. Uh, almost like that that sort of style. And it was really it was it was a lot of fun, man. So I think you might you might dig them. Okay. So I'm hoping in the future to do like a, like, like a doom metal, you know, type episode too, because just to bring up and I don't know because I know there's, there's different branches I want to say, but like, I don't know you you were in a, more of a, like Mountain Witch. What is that more? Would you say categorize them as like a. I, I want to say they remind me a lot of uh, like a biker gang. Oh like, shit! Okay. Like uh, <laughs> what's that? What's that other band? Is it? Is it Uncle Acid? Kind of like that. And the Deadbeats. Yeah, like kind of yeah. just. Yeah. It just sounds like a biker gang, like real seventies. <laughs> but I don't want to call it stoner, right? I heard it on a stoner radio. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to call it that. Like it, it's. It just sounded really cool. Like it. Yeah. It, the riffs well, were badass. Well, for sure. Lots of bass. For sure. Let's do a stoner metal one. Not, not the doom metal. That's. Uh, oh, I can talk about doom yeah, metal. Yeah, let's doom do. Metal. Let's do. We can do a, a, a stoner metal, a good stoner metal episode on that. Because I know there's. A, I remember wanting to do it for 420, but I fucking completely forgot. <laughs> yes, it happens. Oh, you forgot, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, slipped my mind. <laughs> so. Um, you did do it. You just didn't push uh, record. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, that's happened before. <laughs> that fucking sucks, dude, because that's happened before. No, but, so, uh, oh, the, to say on uh, on the, the whole stoner thing, I yeah. saw I saw a, a friend of mine share a status on Facebook, right? And it said, let's let's call these bands for for their real technical term, right? Let's not let's stop calling it doom. And just call it Black Sabbath rip. Yeah. Let's not call it Stoner just Black Sabbath. And everything was Black Sabbath rip off. And yeah. I was like, yeah. It's true. I <laughs> mean, sometimes it's, it's blatant rip off sometimes, man. Like, And it's like, but, you know, they they have cool ideas. A lot. There's certain bands that have really cool ideas, you know. I I have a friend that uh, he brings up a really good point. Uh, you know, one day we were out there drinking and uh, we we're talking about doom and everything, right? And, of course, we start saying, you know, yeah, Black Sabbath, right? And. My friend goes, I've never known anything about, I don't know why people associate Black Sabbath with uh, with Doom. And I thought that was like a really cool point. Like I never thought of that like, like, oh, hold on. What, like what what is it about them that, that makes them uh, uh, Doom, you know? It's yeah. just heavy, like it sounds like just heavy metal to me, you know? <laughs> I guess it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that makes any sense. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I think I've been... It sounds good, I mean, to me. I mean, I don't know if there's... Because uh, there's some bands who sound exactly like them. And then there's some bands who... They do their own thing. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's like the desert rock, psychedelic type shit. Yeah. Who they do stand apart. But they still kind of have the same riffs, though, man. Okay. It comes back to the riff, dude, I think. You know what I mean? Just the like, riffing of it? I think it's the riffage, dude. I think I, I, I've been coming... I think it's the, the, the bass sound. Like a like a lot of uh, the what is it, um, Lord of This World, mm. uh, Master Reality, yeah, Master Reality, right? I think that album, like, would be the most where I think a lot of the, 
doing yeah. bands got it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was like a, you know, like say, let's say, uh, uh, the symptom of the universe. I don't think that's a doom at all, right? You know, right. but everybody associates Black Sabbath with doom. And I think like, you know, technical ecstasy, never say die, right? And all kinds of other yeah, things. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So I you know, uh, with, real quick, what was your, uh, we've, I think we've had a couple conversations on later Sabbath minus deal minus Ozzy maybe mid to late 90s uh, they did the Tear album I believe yeah they did is that Tony Martin yeah that's oh fuck I, I forgot who that was I forgot who that was because they had to okay Tony Martin was that, Headless, Headless Cross, Cross right right and then they had Ian Gillian at one point they had Ian Gillian right on uh, Born Again uh, yes and uh, they had Ray Gillen too and then they had uh, I know and, and I know I only had an album was it Black Star or I forgot what it was fucking it was Seven, Star. Seven Star yeah that was that supposed was supposed to be, to be a solo record right yeah, yeah but the yeah. record company was like oh nah. hold on man nah, let's make it a Black Star something <laughs> yeah. like that yeah right right, right, right. but who the fuck so, was on that one that's uh that's Tony Martin oh no shit okay. no wait uh, it's been a while since I exercised these muscles uh <laughs> Yeah, it should be Tony Martin. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think those are great, man. Some of those albums are fucking I love good. that yeah. album. I love it's re- the In for the Kill. That starting yeah. track is real, just real, uh, a lot of energy, you know? Yeah. Just, in for the kill, guys. Yeah, it was, it was to me yeah, very different. Really and, and I don't know, it was pretty cool. Like, I, I mean, for me, my, my I guess my favorite iteration would be with Dio. Okay. But I love Ozzy's too, you know what I mean? I always fluctuate from the Yeah, top. there's there's a good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. okay to go between the two. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, yeah. And then I saw, you know, uh, we talked about the how what's his name? Is it Martin? Tony Birch? Martin, the wait, wait. producer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for his name. He passed away last week, the other week, and he did a lot of Dio. He did what happened rain, to him, uh, by the way? I, I don't know. I was. I don't know. I don't remember. Hmm. But, I mean, he was 71, 70-something. I don't remember his age. But that guy was a producer for all those. And he did a lot of Iron Maiden. You know, he, he did, did, a, lot did of, a lot of that. Yeah. Did a lot of the old school shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Rainbow, I think. Uh, and so I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, there's... It, it kind of, like... You, some people, like... They'll listen to bands, but they don't want to, like... They may not, may not even pay attention to what... How it happens in the background, like, the behind the scenes like magic who was there like who made it happen yeah like, who brought it all together when yeah. these guys were like falling apart maybe or maybe they're like on drugs or you know uh, binges or whatever and like who pulled them together to yeah. make this shit happen you know what I mean like the magic from the jam room how did they yeah yeah that? yeah exactly they brought that in together yeah exactly it's pretty cool like cause sometimes we wouldn't have certain albums if it weren't for them you know? I'm a not, I love uh, you know we were talking about earlier about a, you know sound right you yeah. know and i like i like i like really good sound quality you know like yeah, capturing that that magic in there you know that the, moment in time yeah like uh like that's why i love black sabbath black sabbath so much you know you just you just feel inside the room with them like yeah. just sitting in the corner yeah that's funny dude that, that that's a good uh that's a good way of explaining it man um but you know what some of the things that i've been listening to that i think really st- stood up this past week because i'll Typically, we'll check out stuff on Thursday nights. Okay. Because at, at 10 o'clock here, new shit pop, comes out on Apple Music. 
So I'll be. I checked out, and I thought they were really fucking good. Uh, Vicious Rumors. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, that's uh, one of the bands you saw on uh, the cruise, no? On the seventy thousand. I believe so. I don't remember. I think so. I think I think that was the band I was trying to tell you earlier. Yeah, like you the... saw a band I wanted yeah, yeah. to go see. Dude, this album is fucking awesome. It's called Cel- Celebration Decay. Fucking Chingwon, man. Awesome. Uh, there's another band called Ages, and it's called Uncrown. Uh, that one's more, uh, I want to say, like, melodic, death metal, black metal, a little bit, like, a heavier version of, like, Amon Amarth or something like that, you okay. know what I mean? More, I think you, you've talked more, about them before, haven't you? Th- this is the first time I've heard of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the new incantation... Sect oh, I haven't of, heard that it's one yet. Awesome. Sect of Vile Divinities. Fucking. It's fucking heavy, dude. Alright. And then the one album that I've heard a couple of tracks from already is the new Skeletal Remains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only a couple of songs are out right now. But holy fuck. I don't know when it's going to come out. It's called The Entombment of Chaos. Uh, it's just fucking good death metal, dude. It's just so fucking awesome, man. And. You know, and then you know, of course, I'll be like, I was listening to like CCR, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, uh, and then a lot of Thin Lizzy lately. Uh, and then, for some reason, I just started checking out Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Fuck yeah. It's pretty fucking Fuck good. Yeah. This album, uh, Against the Wind, hit me the right way, man. So, uh, I think it's 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 funny because like, you know, people. People will undoubtedly always give shit to other people for like, oh, what are you listening to? That's gay. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, whatever, dude. Like, like I was po- I was teasing one of my friends because he's like a big fan of Deftones. And I wasn't, I was teasing the him, but I was making fun of the band. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's like, shut up. He's all like getting defensive. <laughs> but I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, I'm talking about the band. I'm not talking about you. But he took it real personally. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was joking around too. But he was like, yeah. But I mean, like, I don't like that. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Deftones. It's too whiny and, 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 and uh, it's commercial. You know what I mean? If I can say something on yeah. that. Uh, I always find it funny. Like, you know, I go, say, you know, getting a job, right? For the first time you're there trying to get to know the coworkers and shit, right? And it never fails. It never fails. You know, I'll get somebody. Oh, hey, you like uh, you know, you're a rocker guy, right? You like heavy metal, yeah. And then, uh, oh, you fucking, uh, you listen to Deftones, huh? I'm like, oh, no, no. Don't no. insult me with that. Uh, I don't like. Uh, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It stings. It's like. Uh... I've only had one guy one time I worked with. He, uh, I worked with him at Walgreens, and uh, you know, I have, I have a death tattooed on my leg right and, he, yeah. and he's like ah fuck yeah death dude like I fucking love that shit like no way like yeah dude. <laughs> and he was telling me a story that he actually met uh, uh, Paul Bailoff right when uh, you know he's, he's uh, an old schooler right yeah, yeah. and that uh, he came when they came into town I don't know if they played or not but you know, back in the day that he went to the show and, uh, he uh, uh, he was partying with them and then you know Paul Bailoff you know he was partying with Paul Bailoff and that he signed his van you know, he, he signed his van and shit. Like I thought that was super cool. Like, damn, dude, like, cool, man. you fucking party with Pop Bela. Yeah. That fool's my idol. Yeah, that motherfucker, yeah, he's fucking wild, man. So I thought that was like a 
That's like the only time that's ever worked for me. <laughs> Did you ever get a chance to watch that uh, Murder in the Front Row? I haven't uh, seen it yet. I bought it, dude. It's fucking uh, oh, outstanding, dude. So you're going to play it for me? You're threatening me with a good time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly am, man. You can borrow it. If, you can borrow it, man. Oh, I'm fucking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to fucking love it, dude. It's, it's a lot of fun, man. You know? Uh, there's that one, and I think the... Well, I'm pretty sure you've seen Get Thrashed. That's a good one, one too. Uh, it's uh, it talks about all the bands from that time, but I think I have. I, like I forget Dave, sometimes. Dave from Megadeth is like really cocky. And he's like, <laughs> like always, but he's like, he's like, he's I'm Dave. not trying to sound arrogant. He's like, but I affected Slayer, Metallica, and, and he uh, did. I, and, and I'm like, yeah, he did, dude. <laughs> uh, he, he wrote. I think he wrote one of the most aggressive albums. Ever that still holds, you know, P Cells is one of the most uh, that's great aggressive albums out there, man. Yeah. That was a total, you know, fuck you. Let's see, yeah. let's see what you got, Metallica. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he had he had the the was it Gar was it Gar Samuelson or whatever his name is, the drummer who's like fucking jazz drummer. You know what I mean? He's like amazing, and how can you go wrong with with the lineup that they have? Like he always he. So I feel like there's some sort of connection, not literally connection, but um, he did what like Chuck Schuldiner did, where like he would get people mm. and he would use them to their fucking talents, and then he would get new people, and then he always excelled in doing that. You know what I mean, Dave Mustaine? He, he, he knew to bring in who to bring, yeah, yeah, who to bring over, and it was always him and Little Dave, you know, and and I thought that was pretty cool, you know. I think there should be a, a documentary on like a cool like studio musicians. I don't know if there is one out there, but like you know, take for example Judas Priest, right? You know, one of my favorites is uh, Sin After Sin. Yeah. And they had a session drummer in there, right? They had Simon Phillips, and okay. you know, you, you hear stories of other people that use studio musicians, yeah, yeah. right? I think that'd be pretty cool to get that side of the story. Oh well, I, I didn't know who they were. You know? Well, you know, <laughs> they, they kind of done that. They kind of did that with uh, the Wrecking Crew. Remember, do you, you see that one? Oh, I haven't seen that one. That one's awesome, but that one's more of like fifties and sixties. Okay. Like, uh, you know the, the Beach Boys, maybe the Animals. Okay. And it's like these dudes who actually wrote those albums, man, and they're called the Wrecking Crew, and they're badass musicians, and they would go in there and all together in a room and just record and, like, and that's a really that and that's the documentary name too, I'll check and, it out. and and a lot of people who like pet sounds from the Beach Boys were gonna be very sad to find that they didn't write their music and uh, which a lot of bands didn't write I mean a lot of people from like Elvis didn't really write his music uh, which I still like him doesn't matter but, of course uh, it was his birthday not too long yeah. ago oh no way yeah I think so cool but like yeah like there's a lot of stuff like that that is how you say behind the doors that we don't even fucking know about that happens all the time the, so the it's, magic it's crazy huh <laughs> yeah the magic happens that we don't fucking know about so We've known each other for a number of years, uh, though I think lately we haven't really hung out. It's been a while. It's, you know, life happens, right? We got stuff happens, but uh, we're here. But if anything, I think it'd be pretty cool if you can give a little, a brief bio, like if you're, you know, on eHarmony really quick. (laughs) (laughs) A brief bio of yourself, you know, people might, you know, they get to know you a little bit better because, yeah, man. I'm cool dude. Know you for a long time. Oh well, I come from a background of uh, yeah, I was born in '90, right? So 
what my exposure to heavy metal was uh, a lot of the nighty shit but more in the radio so yeah. okay i always get a lot of shit for this <laughs> okay but my first exposure was like to a, you know i was a fan of metallica right mm-hmm. so like my dad had like the black album yeah so, like the black album was you know i was oh shit i've never heard anybody you know play like that and it's yeah. the 90s right you know yeah, there's yeah. A lot of, you know, I was five or six years old and I was hearing that. So, you know, and whatever was on the radio, right? Alice in Chains, Ozzy Osbourne. You know, right, right. Say that, that shit, right? Um, so at one point, you know, that was the heaviest band out there for me, you know? So from Metallica, right? You know, I bought my first record when I was like 10 years old and I bought the, the Master of Puppets. So that was like my exposure to, to like thrash metal, all the, the heavier side of things, right? Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, Being yeah, yeah. 10 years old, putting that on, that was, yeah, yeah. That was the shit, right? And from there, you know, and again, at, at that time, there was a lot of, you know, downloading and stuff. So, you know, YouTube was just coming out and shit. You know, that's when I started finding, like, okay, let's listen to this Man, and that. And you just, you were able to be exposed to just yeah, everything, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I had, you know, all right, I'm going to wait a day till this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> till this loads yeah, up. Yeah. I can listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had my little mix burns and stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. and... Uh, <laughs> Of course, you know, by the time I got to high school, I had friends like, hey, oh, you like, uh, you know, you like King Diamond, this and the Merciful Fate, like, oh, right, right. yeah, and, you know, people were exposing me to, you know, this heavier side of music, yeah, and that's, yeah. that's, uh, and, like, now, I do kind of dig into it a little more, but mostly it's, like, word of mouth, you know, what are, what are my friends yeah. listening to, yeah. you know, oh, this, this right here, this right here, and then, yeah. of course, with Facebook, like, you know, whoever yeah. puts a YouTube link somewhere, you know, yeah. I love... I love all the thrash and like the heavy death metal stuff, right? Right. But I'm also a big fan of the '70s. Right. I feel like the '70s is my my real shit. Yeah. I have a soft spot for the '70s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I really, think I think with stuff like that, I feel like like we're kind of like old souls, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, because uh, there's not a lot of people who would still appreciate stuff from that time. Uh, at our age, I know I'm only like six years older than you, whatever, but still, like even at that time, our, at our age. People who, like, I've noticed, like, at ha- when Handlebars was around, remember? Uh, <laughs> I love Handlebars. Yeah, it was I great. miss it there, I know, man. me too. I love going to the patio in the back. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, you would see, like, uh, who was it? If you were lucky, uh, Ulysses would play, you know? Yeah. And they had, you know, he was an amazing singer, you know? And then you'd have, they have a lot of cool covers, dude. On Ulysses, I, yeah. One time I went, you know, right. I was already, you know, I was already pretty drunk at like a bar before. <laughs> yeah. So I went over there, you know, meeting up with some friends, and uh, I, I think it was them. I don't know if it was them, right? But I'm pretty sure it was them. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they were playing Diamonds and Rust. Yes. And I was like, whoa! So I was, you know, of course, drunk as fuck, singing along with the singer. Yeah, and yeah. It gives me a fist bump, like, hey, that's that's fucking cool. You know all the words. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. dude, that's my jam. Well, it's, 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 that's that's like the thing is like there's like the older dudes the, and they're like, hey, that's cool. Like you like older stuff or whatever. You know what I mean? You know, then some of the, some some that are not so uh, so nice about it. They're like, ah, what do you know? You're just a punk. Of course. You're just a punk. You're no shit. Blah, blah. And I I'm have like, my moments like that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. But I think right now, uh, like, I know, like, you know, you heard some of the episodes where Gonzo talks about how he absolutely, like, just despises, uh, like, baby metal, let's say, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's fine. But I think all that stuff is, is good for exposure, you know what I mean? In terms of, like, Potentially getting another metalhead to listen to heavier stuff, you know, and 
and becoming a metalhead. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like all the stuff that's like new metal, stuff that I kind of like steer clear from and not really listen to, it's got its purpose. You know what I mean? It, it has its purpose in hopefully bringing other people. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I'm like... The gateway. Yeah, it's the gateway. The, uh, you know the I mean? gateway to Yeah, it. and I think that's great because it's like... Is there other stuff that sounds like this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> keep going down the rabbit hole, dude. Just keep going down the rabbit hole. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, uh, that when every time the Black Album comes up, yeah. I, always, I have two feelings. You know, like, yeah, as, as me, Jaime, yeah, I, I like that album. I have a person Sentimental, that's, yeah. you know, it's nostalgic for me, right? right? As a metalhead, nah, fuck no, dude. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't even like Injustice for All, dude. Nah, 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 it's just, I don't know. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that that's funny torn <laughs> how did you feel about our, our coverage on Injustice for All uh, it was good it was yeah. good I liked it uh, I listened to some of it but I, I didn't get a yeah. chance to listen to, how do you, to all I of mean, it so though. you're not a big fan of Injustice no yeah. not a not a big fan I think the there's like two three good songs on there and uh, not a it just didn't didn't hit me as hard as the other ones really yeah but when I was younger though you know, I would have told it, dude, Dyer's Eve was my shit. Right. It's still my shit. Yeah, right? it's but still a it's, good, it's a good anthem. I think yeah. it made, it made more of an impact back then. Yeah. And then like, like now, like, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, I've, I don't, I don't really listen to that one anymore. It's probably the, the, the most, uh, probably the most different album, no? Oof. In the early era? Because, yeah. Because after that, it just, I mean, they're, they progress from one album to the next fairly... Like, they advance very well. Okay. I feel like Lightning, uh, to me, was like some of the highest peak of, of badass riffs oh, definitely. and writing and stuff. I wasn't too big on uh, Master Puppets because I felt like there's a few fast ones, but it was a... I don't know. There was a lot of a downer. It was yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like thing that should not be right, right, right. Sanitary, yeah, right, right. just stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, right. And there was just a lot of kind of whatever. It's it's slow. It's slowed down. It's slowed down. Uh, it wasn't killing. But them all. the album, <laughs> but the writing is still badass. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from yeah. that. And then when I heard Injustice, I was like, whoa! Like it's fucking badass and it's fast. The drums are fast. Everything's fast. And I mean, obviously, we all hope that fucking Lars could ever learn to play again, like that again. <laughs> if he lost it or whatever, you know, he, uh, who knows if he can take more drum lessons with all the money that they have. But because have you seen his, his his rig when they play live? No, I, well, it's a like clear one, right? No, 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 no. Like the way he has it set up. Oh no, he's got like a snare, like two, a couple of toms. Like it's really basic, dude. You're like thinking you're gonna go to some weird, like country show because it's like he really has just a little, very little basic, kid. yeah. But <laughs> I mean, live they sound great, you know. So it's kind of like, it's cool. Um, I'm not a big fan of uh, the whole idea that obviously they fucking fucked over Jason, and and they acknowledge it. They even know that they fucked him over. You know what I mean? And then I don't know. They they're I think they're one of the biggest. Uh, bands to be in metal but also like a tragedy you know what I mean and the way they the way they did things and stuff yeah you know like yeah. I, I had uh, one of my my, my buddies uh, from work had an interesting question to some of his students because he works with he's been, uh, he does uh, 
the music classes, right? And he's like, if you could, if you had an intergalactic being come and, and ask for different music from here, from our world, what things would you recommend, you know? And I was like, holy shit, that's a fucking outstanding question. <laughs> that rules. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Kind of like to cover our bases. I felt like maybe some Mozart, Beethoven, maybe some Beatles, and maybe Metallica. Just to cover some bases. I felt like I didn't want to be like, if there's only like three bands or three things that you could give, and and that's going to be what they can take. Okay, so this is what how these guys evolved. You know what I mean? I, I just felt like that would be a good little... That's cool. It's a little basic that's cool. plan, right? A little... But I don't know. Like, what, what would you think? What, what would you like? What would you give them? You know what I mean? Would you put rap in there? Like, what? what? I, I, I'd be a little, uh, I guess, silly but serious with it. You yeah. Know, I'd, you know what? I'd uh, let's say a good ten albums, right? You know, from that. I'd, of course, I put a bunch of heavy metal in there, right? right? But at one point, I'd probably put in like, a, you know, what? fuck it. Here's a Vicente Fernandez one, dude. Like, this. <laughs> can't forget about that. You gotta know about El Rey, dude. <laughs> you can't forget Chente, man. Can't forget him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, nah, La Raza, wait. He's uh, he's good for when you're sad. He's good for when you're happy. Anytime. It's anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I I, uh, I went to uh, Pagosa Springs, you know, like a month ago. Right. And uh, beautiful, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, and uh, um, I'm sorry, we went to a like a little pawn shop, right? A little uh, an antique store, antique oh, store. Nice. So a bunch of cool shit everywhere, yeah, yeah. right? And uh, I've been trying to look for a record store. There was no record store, but they had records there. Oh, nice! So like, I'm going through the shit, and yeah. I found a, a Vicente. Like, I think it's his first one. Like, oh, I don't shit. know what his first one is, right? But yeah. it, it said, uh, you know, Vicente Fernandez, El Nuevo Voz de Mexico, <laughs> and, like for two bucks. And like, fuck yeah, I'm That's taking badass. it, you know? So like, I, and that record sounds really good. <laughs> was it, uh, are they pricey there? That that shop was it? Uh, well, I didn't look at the other stuff, right? Some of the some of the stuff that like some of the records, like the better ones, like uh, the more well known albums, they find they definitely raise the price on it. Like, yeah, ah, yeah, come yeah. on, because you know people are looking for that. Yeah, right? yeah. But I found I found that Vicente record. I found uh, like Rolls Royce, right? Be- just because it had that wishing on a star song. <laughs> it had uh, I found uh, uh, Santana's Caravasserai. Oh, okay. And. Uh, I bought a bunch of others too, but those three, like, ah, oh, okay, these are the ones that I like. I like Let's finding these. Excuse me. So, you're mentioning you like a lot of different stuff from the '70s. Let's go into that. Let's expand upon that. What uh? Start naming some. What do you got? What do you got? What do you like? Oh, my favorite band in the world is Black Sabbath. Like, and I always fight between no Black, Black Sabbath and Judas Priest are two of my favorite bands ever. Yep. You know, and uh, I, I'm a big fan. Right, the Scorpions, right? Heap, Deep Purple, BOC. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Blue Eyes to Cult. Uh, What's your? Um, I think we've talked about this. So you, uh, or maybe I don't know, your favorite Bloister. Fire of Unknown Origin. Okay. And, okay, I always fight between Fire of Unknown Origin and Secret Treaties. Okay. Those two... Because I remember I told you mine was Spectres. Mm-hmm. And... Ah, so good. Like, it's, uh... The... A bookend, like, through and through. The whole album I can listen to and... And just enjoy it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, those are good too. I love they're BLC, man. Yeah. They're, they're definitely a special band. There's this uh, movie uh, that a friend of mine told me about. Um, it's about some roadies that used to be a roadie for Blue Oyster Cult. I keep forgetting the... I think it's even called Roadie, but, <laughs> but I forget the name of it, right? But it's this cool little clip. Uh, they talk about Blue Oyster Cult. And one of my favorite solos of Blue Oyster Cult is a dominant submission, right? You yeah. know, I think that's a really ahead-of-its-time solo. It's real heavy, real... Fuck, it rules, right? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, so it starts <laughs> talking about, oh, yeah, Blue Oyster Cult. They were a different band, man. It was like it was like putting a sci-fi movie on a record yeah. table. You know what I mean? And they yeah. just describe Blue Oyster Cult to a T. I, I love it. I'll send you a link is on that it. A, it is it a documentary or is it a... It's a movie. It's like, a movie. Like they made a movie. Like, yeah, they were roadies for Blue Oyster Cult. And what? I don't know what the whole premise of it is. But, yeah. Like, that's one of the side stories. Like, or, like uh, yeah, they... He was a roadie for Cult. Cool, and it's real it's just that it, it really gets me like amped up like that's yeah. I've always felt the same way. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I the way always, describe yeah. it. Yeah. That's badass, dude. And I know you uh I thought it was funny. Uh, I know you want to tell the story of how you recently came into Thin Lizzy. You're, you're uh like not recently, but last several years. Within the years. past couple of years, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I uh, I had my drummer and uh, my guitar player, they're real big uh well, the whole band, they're real big on Thin Lizzy. And uh, I've only heard the popular stuff at the time, right? So I, I'm a big fan of the Scorpions, right? So I remember my drummer was like, hey, well, uh, I know you're going to like Thin Lizzy. I know you're going to like them. They're, they're like the Scorpions good, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, all right, fuck yeah. So she I'm made ready. me a couple burns, you know, <laughs> and I listened to them. And yeah, you know, I, I dug them, but... I think uh, I think I was expecting too much, you know, and uh, so I kind of like stepped away from it. But within like you know years go by, and like I'm starting to like it a little more. Like even last night when while we were waiting for you know everybody to practice, uh, uh, me and my other guitar player we were we were listening to Thin Lizzy in the car, you know, smoking. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're 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 a whole different band. They yeah, have, yeah. Like I'm starting to see that now. Like oh shit. Like okay, they're not just this one sound. They they. They have all kinds of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and uh, that, I like I like that a lot. So I'm still, you know, still like a getting exploring them, still exploring them. Yeah. You know, I just bought the uh, fighting and uh, nice. Uh, God damn it! What's that other one? Um, Chinatown. Yes. Fighting in Chinatown. On, yeah, yeah. On, uh, That's on a badass song too, man. I love the way he sings, man. Mm. His his uh, Phil's vocals are just. We'll talk about him right now in detail, mm -hmm. but yeah, he's got he's got. Yeah. He's got a lot going on. Great uh, bass player, too. yeah, awesome. And yeah. he sings and gets down like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's 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 fucking musicianship yeah, to dude. the core, dude. Like yeah. I can, I've tried to sing and play, and nope, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not gonna you know, happen. You, you know who who did that? Who had problems was uh, I think Steve Ray Vaughan. Really, so, like, he would stop playing, and he would sing, and then when he wasn't singing, he'd be playing. Yeah. So that's how he got around it. But I mean. That's pretty cool, though. We could do that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, who's your band? I'm, I play bass for Infestation of Evil. You know, we've been around for what a good three years. Three years. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah, we have uh, we have a demo. <laughs> Where can demo people uh, Where can people check you guys out? I can check it out at a uh, uh, Culto de Noche, a uh, Culto Media. And, uh, are you guys on Spotify? Or yeah, well, we got we got Bandcamp. Yeah, we got Bandcamp. Oh, okay, so you guys are so, on yeah, Bandcamp. Band infestation. So of infestation of evil on Bandcamp. Yeah. And you got your name from 
Oh, of course, my guitar, my guitar player guy. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Carnage. Carnage, yeah. Dark Recollections? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so. No, I just wanted to, like, we it's because, you know, it's cool, it's cool to bring up little things like that. Yeah. You know? No, we had a, uh, one time we were playing down in, uh, in Tijuana, and, uh, TJ. Uh, yeah, one of the, one of the guys, uh, he was like, oh, hey, you're playing uh, uh, Infestation of Evil, right? Like, oh, I thought you guys were going to be, you know, Swedish death metal, you know, and you guys, and, you know, we were, I think we're more death metal, right? Yeah. So they were like, oh, shit, you know, I was expecting this because of the name, and oh, we were totally different, shit. so I was like, yeah, that's cool. That is pretty cool, man. Because, I mean, that's true. Sometimes there is the name, you know what I mean? But, I mean, come on, dude, that album already has that super fucking, you know, that that buzzsaw fucking Dude. sound and so it's already it's already death metal yeah so that's pretty cool and then I know I know um, you were on the topic of records and stuff and you wanted to to bring up bring up a few things because I, I know I was talking to Gonzo about records and stuff like that and so you're saying so okay so it does make a difference depending on what pressing you get yeah okay I've, I've noticed uh so I've been I've been I've been buying CDs for a long time, right? Right. So I've been buying records, you know, a little, you know, not as long as I've been buying CDs. So like with CDs, I remember uh, my uh, my friend was uh, he was selling me his like Judas Priest remasters, right? The one that makes the the cross and everything. Oh, okay. You know what I'm not talking about? I, I think I've seen those. So, yeah. you know, we were listening to those and like, all right, fuck yeah, these kick ass. And then, so for years we thought those sounded really good. <laughs> For years, okay, okay. For years, we thought like that was like that was a good sound. Yeah. And then my friend got a hold of the like original pressings, right? Yes. You know the the the, the first press of it, and ah, that's no, <laughs> the original masters. There you go, the original Damn. masters. So it makes a huge and difference. It is, it is. They they cut the bass so much, and the drums sound like shit. But in the originals, everything is more well rounded, you know. And then, uh, um. I think uh, there, there's totally a difference from like the CD and then you also like get like a record you put the record on that's what you like you notice the most you hear the yeah. bass and the, and the drums really good is what I really like about about records so then digitally Spotify Apple Music you can't hear that they still sound good they still they have some good uh, some good uh, masterings on it you know there's some shit I've heard on Spotify that it sounds real close to like you know what it sounds yeah like the CD I have right? okay you know yeah maybe yeah. a little bit of difference here and there like for sure like if you go to YouTube you'll hear like okay that's the shitty quality yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah yeah but uh yeah uh, yeah you I, I think you can you can tell yeah and that's and that's funny you bring that up about the uh, trying to get serious about being autophile yeah like to be be serious and I was like I've been looking a lot on uh, on YouTube on a lot of these dudes who bring up they're, they're like little rigs that they have set up in their living rooms and shit like that. And they have those tube amps, like those amplifiers set up. But they're fucking... Some I saw, they're like $800, and dollars and beyond. But some dude brought up one that's a real fucking basic one for like $100, 150 And you see, imagine I was like, fuck, that would be perfect for me. Just to start off with, setting it up to a record player... The all-in-one. Remember we talked about the all-in-one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, getting some probably some fucking tower speakers. For me, I don't know who's your favorite uh, like speaker or like uh, 
Do you have a favorite? I, I don't really have one. The ones I have, uh, I forget what they're called. It's something with a with an A, but they're 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 these good speakers, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And, uh, uh, I've been wanting to get some tower speakers just to get more of yeah. the mids and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that, I like I like the big brands. You know, I like JBL. You know, I yeah. th- I think JBL, Kenwood, all that shit. Yeah, I, no, Kenwood. Yeah, I think I think that I think they sound good. Yeah. I think it. I also think some of that depends on you, right? Like see, like what what you want to hear, yeah. right? Honestly, like, I I I like a lot of the gain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it just it works with metal. The the higher gain stuff works with metal and. Because of that, I like these the clips, the clip speakers that I have here. They work really well for metal. You know what I mean? Very well rounded. So, um, I think I'm gonna continue to sticking with clips, but they're fucking expensive. Yeah. They're they're like four ninety nine per tower. And that, that you know that, that's the thing about a, about you know that kind of, this kind of hobby too Dude, is that expensive, if yeah. you want something, you're, it's the same like you know playing an instrument. You right. gotta pay for quality, right? Right. You know? And I've I've seen like some things like. You know, people get real into it. Like, no, yeah. no, no, these aren't that expensive, and you know, these sound better. But a lot of times, I'm like, okay, well, this is pretty good. You know what I mean? But it's, I mean, what about setting yourself up for the next 15, 20 years, potentially, yeah, or at least ten? Because if you're gonna spend, you might as well spend those eight hundred dollars. Of course, it's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's like, you know, make it a good investment for some time. You know, that to really enjoy it, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I kind of try to pick that space between yeah. like what I've heard, right, and like kind of pricey wise. Yeah. And see, all right, I'm not gonna pay too too cheap. I'm not gonna be too cheap about it, but of course, I'm not trying to get ripped off. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because then, it, because it, it could be to the point where like, oh, I bought these cool hundred dollar speakers, but they only last less than a year. Yeah. And if you keep doing that shit, or they don't do what they what you yeah, want them exactly. to do, and yeah, exactly. They keep doing that, dude. Might as well just spend the money, yeah. get your good shit, it is, save up for it, man. It is worth yeah. it. I have. Yeah. I used to be one of those like, nah. There's not a difference in fucking records and, and CD. This one's fucking remastered, right. real good, right? You know, yeah. and there's no difference in speakers. You know, I used to think like that, but nah, there there really is. Like now, I, I can hear the subtleties and just yeah. just like how warm a bass sounds and right. And the track or the, yeah. just the drums right there, you know that that's I. If you don't have a good produced drums, either the record's gonna sound terrible. Yeah. I think. And I, honestly, I really do think that that's where the tube amp comes in, to bring that warmth, to the to the living room, so you can hear it and make it a complete sound. And that that yeah. goes into it too. Yeah. Like, what yeah. what room are you gonna listen yes. to? Oh, there's all that. So that also makes makes sense. Like, what kind of speakers do you need? Really, yeah. you know what I mean? So there's like, that's a whole other. Yeah, conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's all. So I like, I like, I just want something that that plays loud, right? Plays everything and yeah. just just plays it good and loud, and yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. let the neighbors yeah. be like, here you go, we're gonna yeah. listen to fucking Scorpions now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like, all right, guys, we could be playing like Deicide right now. Just be happy we're playing the Scorpions. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Be happy we're playing. And then like like yeah. rainbow three, or some shit, you know. A couple a couple a couple beers in, you know, yeah. like, fuck the neighbor. Yeah, and then to the fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> in which case now they're fucked either way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, dude. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's definitely an, an expensive hobby though. Like it's you know, yeah. it's an investment, man. You gotta you gotta really I bet. I think what's it's uh, what's interesting is different sounds that the, that you're able to get 
but because of that, I feel like there's different sounds in the eras, right? So 70s, 80s, 60s, 90s, 2000s to now. What are your some of your thoughts on the on, on modern metal and like their their down tunings, um, and just to make it heavier for heavier sake, let's say. Uh, personally, like I told you, I like standard tuning, drop D tuning, D tuning. Uh, still get a good nice sound out of it depending on what you use, your rig and stuff like that. But. I'm with you on that. I'm not a big fan of like gent. You know what I mean? So, you know, what are your, what do you have? What are some of your thoughts on that? Because I know uh, something about your band that you're tuned. No, well, we tuned to B, right. right? You know, and I, I, I was I was a standard guy, right? Because I was like learning, you know, all the all the old school, yeah. heavy metal things, yeah, right? right? Everything's in, in standard. standard, right? So, uh, I, I was so used to it, so like you know. It wasn't until I started playing in, in the band where, you know, oh, we're playing in B now. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's, it, you get used to it, but yeah. it, it took me a while, you know, to really, like, get that ear for for that, the for the B, you know. But as for, like, bands using it, yeah, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Like I said, I'm not for, like, that gent shit where it's, yeah. it's rah, right? But yeah. um, I think it's just all in how, how you play everything, right? How, how do you true. use that low How are you going to... How, how, what's, what's the output of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it how does give you that heavier sound, right? Yeah. And just what, uh, what are you going to make with it, you know? It's... Especially with its seven plus strings. Where... Why the... Dude... I got a seven string. Just... <laughs> yeah. But, just the... uh, seven string guitar? Yeah. Okay. But uh, I, like, I like the seven string just because... Uh, I can play standard. Yeah. And then he that's, just that's the whole, but that's the whole point. <laughs> that's what's badass. Right? Yeah. That's what's yeah. badass about yeah. it. Is that you're using yeah. the other strings. Some of these dudes, they're only using one or two strings and that's it. They're just yeah. going, that's it, dude. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. It's like, why the fuck do you have a guitar then? Just, why? Like, there's no point then. And I know you feel the same way about bass guitars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they shouldn't have all those fucking strings. Yeah. Excuse me. Like, uh, I, I don't see the point in, in, in trying to do that. If you're not truly going to make it sing the way it should, then... Yeah, you don't utilize the whole instrument. You're not utilizing you know, it. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Well, yeah, you're, you're wasting just... money. Uh, it's It doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I, I feel like... That, I think we're kind of like on the same page when it comes to that. I, th- I think I, I remember hearing... A, it was a Max Cavaletta interview, right? And uh, he was saying that at one point when he was recording an album, he or playing live, something like that, right? The top like two strings uh, popped. Oh shit! But he was like, ah, it doesn't even matter because he doesn't even use them. He just <laughs> he just play, you know, his old sepultura, right? So he just used like the first four strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the high the high end strings pop. Yeah, something something like that. Like he, he was like, ah, fuck it, who cares? You know? <laughs> so, so, something along those that's lines. That's fucking funny, dude. Yeah, you see, so it just depends again how you're you're utilizing those your instruments, so. But yeah, typically I'm not a big fan of gent or stuff like that. Uh, core music to me is like uh, mm-hmm. it's just a big no-no uh, because sometimes you hear the music's badass and then they start singing, oh fuck, and it ruins it. Like I don't know, I've, I've I talked about it the other time. It was uh, the Acacia strain or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I got four seconds in, and I turned that yeah. shit off. It was yeah, fucking okay. terrible, yeah. dude. Because yeah. they started singing, I'm like, nope, that's it. I'm out of here. Uh, which I brought up the other time, or, the other, or earlier today. Once, like the city, 
once they stopped doing that core shit, and I think I forgot the name of the album was like Storm, Storm something, uh, uh, Storm Chaser I think I don't know it was like two thousand six or eight seven, and it was super fucking Gothenburg metal, okay, like super Gothenburg dude, and with a female vocalist you know singing like Angela from when she was in Arch Enemy or whatever, and they were just fucking great sounding, they 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 shed off all that core tendencies and sounds and and they just sounded fucking great dude you know so okay that's to me one of the best albums that have come on the last 20 years man um so when a band can do that and not fucking play core that's pretty cool i (laughs) I, I don't know it's like you don't want that fucking roundhouse kick to the fucking face you know what i mean when you're watching a band and you're you're enjoying them with a beer you know you get fucking ko'd just like some dumbass can't aim or whatever you know that <laughs> that, that kind of sucks you know what I mean <laughs> you're just like yeah so I'm not a big fan of modern of metal in that regard of course but I'm always happy and you know that I l- every, every week looking for new music you know if I can uh, trail off on that mm-hmm. like I like when I listen to bands like nowadays I, I whenever I listen to a new band I always like to find a uh things that remind me of other bands right yes. of bands i already like like yes. you know like a lot of I th- you know there's always that thing you know uh, everything's been written already yes right <clears throat> everything's been done but you can still make some cool shit every once yeah. in a while right yeah, so yeah. um i like uh, i like to listen to bands like all right these guys definitely listen to so and so or oh that's a that's a bolt thrower part or that's a you yeah. know that's a this part right and, yeah i like i like those bands like right uh, and uh I find myself more like you know uh, yeah you know uh, go, going to bands like remind me of, of bands I, I already like like we can have a beer you know <laughs> yeah yeah they have they were they were their influences but at the same time they're doing something on their own yeah they're in their own and, way yeah, yeah in their yeah, own yeah, way yeah. but you can still hear yeah. stuff that they're probably exactly. influenced by right I, exactly. and I, I think that's badass exactly I love I love stuff like that too man um, and. I think when uh, we're talking about Phil from Phil lineup from from Thin Lizzy, and you mentioned that he's a badass bass player and you know he's a singer and whatever and and I I agree with you he's badass he's amazing you know we but looking at a bass you play bass too what are some I guess bass lines or Oof. or even or like even bassists you know like who who do you like who don't you like who do you think is full of shit you know like do you have stuff like that I have yes I do Ugh, where to start though <laughs> <laughs> okay so for sure you know the geezer butler is like yeah, my favorite bass player yeah that guy he just he really I didn't know I, I listened to the bass until because I first started out playing on guitar right yeah yeah I remember and, and, and yeah. of course you know you listen to the guitar riff, right? I was there, you know, trying to learn songs. But when I, I picked up the bass for the band, I uh, I started really noticing, like, it, it kind of came a little more natural, you know? So I started, you know what? I do listen to bass more. Like, I just, like, glue into the bass. And I, I've talked to, like, uh, uh, other people, like, oh, no, I've never heard the, the bass line undertone the, the here, you know, or something, the little, the quick little fills and oh, okay. and all that okay. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. didn't, they know, you know, they didn't hear that part. And that's yeah, why I'm yeah, saying, yeah. like, I like getting the first pressing and right. the good sounding because you hear all that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I like, uh, 
Ooh, some of my favorite bass lines. I would... Everything Geezer Butler did. <laughs> um, or not uh, even necessarily Gary, bass Gary, lines. Gary Thrain. Maybe uh, songs. Maybe songs, too. Yeah. A song, yeah. Yeah. Um, the opening to, to Highway Star was one of one of those he, that's he a good one fucking and of course Roger Glover he's one of my favorite bassists too yeah he gets I, I always love it because uh, he does those triplets right you yeah. know but then yeah. he also does like yeah. but then even throughout the song he, he does like this whole little uh, he just fucking gets down on that yeah. shit you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Pictures of Home there's that little part where he has that little little solo in there yeah. that, that one for sure <laughs> I love that shit I love the Glenn Hughes. Yeah. Glenn Hughes, you know, Deep Purple. Yeah. Yeah. On top of being a, a great singer, singer. you yeah. know, great bass player. Right. If, uh, the Burn, Burn to me is just such a special yeah. album, such yeah. a special song. Every yeah, member, yeah. you know, every member of that band is on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he does. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's there's some of my favorites yeah. there. There's there's all kinds, right? Yeah. I, you know, I really like the the bass in uh, the bassist in the Steve Miller band. Steve Miller band. You know, he's got good stuff going. I don't know. Who, I don't know the name. You know, I think uh, I think. Well, I, I brought it up in another, another episode. My favorite bass line was probably from. Uh, Human in, in Death, the Death album. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sea of, <laughs> sea of Cosmic Sea. Cosmic Sea. Oh, dude, it's so beautiful, man. Uh, and then, you know, I like, I don't know, I like the weird, wittily, wittily type stuff, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like, I like uh, bass players. I, I typically like bass players that, uh, you know, they play, they keep the bass, you know, the foundation of it, right? Yeah. You keep the foundation of the of the rhythm, right? You're with yeah. a drummer, yeah. But then I, uh, but then you know, get fancy. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, get get you, like a. Do you feel Lemmy was underrated, or do you feel like he was overrated? I like him as a bass player personally, right? Yeah. You know, I think he's a good bass player. He, uh, you know, it, it's rock and roll, yeah. right? You yeah. know, but then yeah. there's uh, there's some uh, there's some songs where he does just a little fill, right? You know, and it's all just pure feeling, and that's. I don't think he's overrated at all. I think it's yeah, no, he's he's Lemmy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He has that fucking sound that's just like, it's fucking monstrous, dude. I always love uh, what yeah. are that's fucking cool. Yeah. You know, and I I know I might get a lot of shit for this, but over over overrated for me probably probably was uh fuck what's his name. Cliff. Cliff, I felt Cliff, yeah, I Oof. felt, I felt he was, because there's not a lot, you know, and and it's only a few albums. Okay. And to extrapolate to get from whatever you came from that, it's a whole not a whole lot, and obviously the bass solo in, in, uh, in was it pulling teeth, and uh, kill them all, would be the only really to me the only real thing where you could be like fuck yeah like, that's where he you could see his chops. But I feel like maybe just that's the only one for me. I love uh, Orion was a big one for me. Orion's another uh, big that, one. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that bass there is uh, 
Yeah. Is one of my favorites. That's yeah. a do 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 Like I, I, every time that part came in, yeah. you know, you focus on that. And again, that was one of the first records I ever bought, right? So yeah. I remember listening to that one. And I was just blown away by the bass. Like, you know, I used to, you know, just, just I'm going to play guitar. And I, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a good guitar player. <laughs> right. I want to be a guitar player. But when that part came in, I was like, ooh, I want to be a bass player. Be bass, be yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's, that's yeah, just yeah. clean, yeah. smooth. Oof. Yeah. That sound. I'll give, I'll give you that one. That's true. That's pretty good. But, I mean, again, I'm not taking away from his talents. Of course. Of course. I'm just saying, I feel like. But you don't think that. Yeah, yeah, just did it. Hit yeah. you as like a, he's not your type of bass player, right? I don't. I feel like he's not. I don't know. But again, he didn't have that. He wasn't around for that long at that mm-hmm. point, anyways. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I kind of agree with people like, oh, Nicky Six, yeah, he's super fucking overrated. Yeah. I agree, competent, we said right, but overrated for sure. Uh, so there's a lot of it's because it's difficult, man. It is. It is. Uh, I think bass parts and bass. Basis in general, like how you're saying, uh, when you're listening to recordings, sometimes people don't pay attention to that. Yeah. Right. And they just not it doesn't pop up for them, you know. Yeah. Now that uh, I I used to fight with my friend all the time because yeah. uh, we'd be at the bar and you know I'd I'd always tell him dude the bass part and he wouldn't listen to the fucking <laughs> bass part and I'm like God damn it like nah yeah. sit here and listen to the goddamn bass part that's yeah, why yeah. they and then he'd come back to me later like oh yeah that that bass part does kick ass I didn't notice yeah. that before you know and that that's that's what I like about it too like the like that's why I like bass players that are they're subtle yeah there's like subtle little little uh, there's a little fill in there or, right. or they just do something that. They don't just keep the boom, 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 right, boom, right. Yeah, like that's a, that's what I, I like. What you're saying, you know, they I bring li- other things to it. Yeah, I I like bass players that keep that foundation, keep that rhythm going, but also you know get you know show you're good at your instrument, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, you know make bring more color to it, you know, yeah, just just paint a cool picture with it, you know, that uh, yeah. fill fill that void, you yeah. know, and that's why I like like Uriah Heap so much, right. you know, and like right. Uriah Heap has a. Yeah, they t- they tend to be a bit more proggy than for for most people, right? Right. But you know, to me that that's that's those, those are that's some of my favorite. That's one of my favorite bands, and they definitely influenced me a lot with like bass playing. You know. I gotta go pee. All right. Speaking of Uriah Heep and stuff like that from the seventies, seventy stuff. Uh, I want to talk about. Are are you big on Kansas? By any chance? No, I only know like the, the dust hits? in the wind and the hits. The, uh, yeah. All right, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta show you some of their stuff, man. Yeah, you'll, please. You'll in- thoroughly enjoy it. I will. I've heard, I've heard you talk about, you know, that you saw them live and stuff. Yeah, you a know, times, and, yeah. yeah it, ma- it makes me like, I, I, every, when I see it at the record store, like, yeah, shit, I need to give them a listen. Yeah. You know. Yeah, at least their first two, three albums. You'll be pleasantly surprised, and you'll. Um, uh, yeah, they have the hits mixed in there, but everything else, holy shit, man. You'll be like, whoa, they're prog, prog rock up the ass, dude. Excuse me, and that's why I think they're different. I think they're totally different from a lot of different bands from that era. The same from like uh, most 70s bands, like you can't, you can't judge them by the hits. <laughs> they sound nothing uh, like the hits. No, man, look at Sticks. <laughs> yeah. Look at Sticks. Blue Oyster Cult. Blue Oyster Cult, Sticks, uh, a lot of those bands. Scorpions. 
especially the <laughs> yeah. like you can't just judge them from, you know what I mean yeah that's true and I think for me um, um, some of the stuff that kind of stands out to me the most though I like I really love and enjoy like Rainbow's always awesome with, with Randy James Dio of course yeah um, how the hell did I mean I, I just say he was poached by Black Sabbath you know what I mean because he was on, they were on tour at one point in Europe or something like that. Something happened during the late 70s. They had a problem with Ozzy. And I believe they toured with Rainbow. And then I believe they offered him a position. Uh, which I think they took, they literally just decided, we're going to take him. <laughs> I think Rainbow. I think that's what happened too. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the story yeah. anymore. But because yeah, they weren't, because something happened with Ozzy, I don't know. But I mean... That's another one, like, I always try to yeah. remember, you know, I always go through it and I always forget, yeah. like, why did Ozzy leave? I forget. You know? yeah. <laughs> but I just know, like, that uh, the point when Black Sabbath uh, was disbanding, like, by the time uh, Never Say Die came out, yeah. you know, it was pretty much, uh, you know, Tony Iommi record, recording the, the last two, you know, he wrote it all, right? And, you know, the band just didn't want to do it anymore, right? They were yeah. already at that point of, like, eh. They're having problems. Yeah. 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 This, uh, and it's such a... Uh, it wasn't even 10 years at that point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How fucking crazy is that? How cra- but you know what? Also, the Beatles weren't 10 years either. And their total time of existence, I think it was less than 10 years. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not like the biggest fan of the, of the Beatles either, whatever. I'm just bringing them up as, a, as an example yeah. how, it, how it sucks. Like, they break up, bands break up. But, I mean, in this case... How long did it take for for Ozzy to go back? Um, Ninety something, no? To go back to Black Sabbath? Yeah, yeah. In the reunion? In, yeah, the uh, reunion. When album? the fuck was it? Uh, the ninety? No, it was two thousand, wasn't it? The ninety nine or was it? Was it ninety nine? I forget. Yeah, I forget. I know. Well, I know. Uh, okay, so they had Dio, right? Yeah. And then they had everybody, and then they did like uh, uh, dehumanized. In uh, in the nineties, right with Dio again. Yeah, so they did that one. Yeah, and then after that, they did the reunion. Uh-huh. Huh. The ti- they're fucking. <laughs> their timeline's weird, huh? Yeah. Their timeline is really weird, man. It's interesting though. I, I I've always found that interesting. I know there was a point where um, I was. I think it was Ozzy doing solo. Ozzy doing his solo stuff where he got sick or some shit, and Halford took over. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, the, yeah, with Black Sabbath. Uh, yeah. They were like, in, oh, was it Black in, Sabbath? Yeah, it was uh, in, uh, well, with Dio though, with Dio. Oh, okay. It was a, it was a Dio era, and I think uh, Dio got sick, and then Rob Halford came and like did a couple shows live, and uh, I, I, okay, that okay. Was, a, that was a long time. I'm sorry, a long time ago when I was like record when I was downloading torrents, I downloaded like a bunch of bootlegs. Yeah, so that was a bunch of live bootlegs and. Uh, that was this one really amazing bootleg of uh, of uh, Ian, Ian Gillen with the Born Again. And yeah, I never found that record again. <laughs> anyway, Fuck. but there was some with with that uh, bootleg. There was some of uh, uh, Rob Halford singing the the Black Sabbath songs, and it sounds all right. You know, you know, it sounds like you know it's on a phone. You know, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's interesting. You see, you hear him sing like Heaven and Hell and shit, and like <laughs> como que sí, pero como que no. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, all right. It's not. This is the reason why he's in priest. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's not deal though. Like, it's not. It's not Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people booed him too. And shit. Oh, like, fuck. I, I think. I think. I know when when they first got Dio, 
everybody was like, ah, fuck that, bring back Ozzy, right? You know, everybody hated Dio yeah. when he came out. Yeah, I kind of, uh, and there's still a lot of uh, people there. It's because I like both. I, I like both. I do like both. Uh, but I feel like Dio had the, like, Ozzy had the showmanship, I felt. And he had that unique voice. But I felt like Dio was able to get him with a different, with his voice, they were able to do more with the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that was pretty cool. But then, again, I don't know what it is. It's if it's, if somebody's difficult to work with or whatever, because he didn't, he only did two albums in the early 80s and he went solo. And then he came back for 90, or Dehumanizer, 89, 90, for Dehumanizer. But what, is there some? Do you think there's something that someone's difficult to work with? No. Nope. Okay, on the whole, you know, Dio, Ozzy thing. Uh-huh. Dio can't sing the Ozzy stuff. Ozzy can't do the Dio stuff. Is how I feel about it. You know, every now I fluctuate with that one too. Like, oh, you know, there's always like, who do you like more, Ozzy or Dio Sabbath? And sometimes I'm like, well, Black Ozzy Sabbath. Well, Dio Sabbath. Yeah. Though, like, uh, you know, and I think this this. You can't, you can't do that. <laughs> you yeah, know, I don't yeah. think, I don't think, I can see why people were upset when like that first happened, right? right. You know, but well, it's like the way with Rob Halford. Yeah, man. it's the same thing. Then he's like, you can do it, dude, but you're not gonna be like, you're not gonna, no one's gonna enjoy it as much. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, what the fuck? Why, why did people just leave, or were they boost booted, or what the fuck happened? I don't remember. Wyoming? I don't he, he can't be the one. Uh, he well, can't be the one. I know Iomi just wanted to, you know, write a lot of music, right? He, you know, he yeah. just wanted to write music. And by the time Black Sabbath was getting into, uh, you know, right after uh, the, the Symptom of the Universe, right? The Technical Ecstasy and Never Say Die. And um, and even those two, I was like, there's always that rule, like, you can only trust yourself in the first six Black Sabbath albums, right? But even then, I only find people that like Black Sabbath up to Symptom of the Universe and don't even like Technical Ecstasy and Never Say Die. But... Um, you know, those two albums were, were the albums that, uh, from what I understand, is that to- that Tony Iommi wanted to write. Like, that's 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 okay. him, like, taking over and, you know, really wanting to, that's... This is the direction I want to go in. Yeah. 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 So but, so I agree with you when he says when Dio came into the, to the point, it, it reached Black Sabbath to a whole new level. Because I remember reading, too, that uh, Dio would tell... Uh, Tony, like, hey, put another solo in there. Like, put more solos. Oh, so and he was like really, yeah, cool about the the writing process. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know, it did. It changed. It changed the sound completely. That's why I'm always like, you can't compare them. You can't. It's it's too. It's different. Yeah. You know, it's the same with uh, it's the same with uh, you know, when people say, you know, Michael Shanker Scorpions or Uli Roth Scorpions. You know, they're they're both amazing. And yeah. one can't do the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're both did, they both did their job to yes. like the best to that. There, that's yeah. it's at its fucking peak right there. <laughs> By the way, Willie John Roth, uh, live was it the sales of Karen? Fucking beautiful. Ugh, I cried. That, that one sends chills down my spine. That that uh. Oh, you uh, saw him. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that right. Was, it took pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, did you see him on the seven tons of me- the seventy tons? Uh, no, it was uh, Michael Schickner. 
You saw him? Wait, what? Was it Michael Schenker? Who was it? I know Uli, uh, both of them have done, I think, the 70 No, when, they, when I, when, it wasn't Uli. It wasn't Uli? So no. Michael Schenker? Yeah. Uh, I saw Michael Schenker. But it wasn't even Michael Schenker group or anything. It was just Michael Schenker. Okay. And he was like doing. Yeah, he's, he, you know, he does a, he, he has a French's, uh, okay. He has a Herman Rarebell, uh, okay. French's Bischoff and, uh, and uh, some other guys, right? So the uh, old Scorpions guys, you know, he has them and he, he does a, He's been touring, like, uh, you yeah. know, doing old Scorpion songs. Yeah, he did. Uh, even did UFO. Yeah. Yeah, he did UFO. Yeah. Talk to, talk to. Oh, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was, I was, uh, it, uh, when he was playing, he was really fucking nasty outside. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of wind gusts and a lot of, uh, it was at the pool deck. Mm-hmm. And so I was just sitting on the side. Um, there's, like, couches. There's, like, an entrance that kind of goes outside, and there's, like, an inside. Yeah. So there's, like, some couches. You can still hear them. So that's where I was. But yeah, it's... Go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you no, saying? No. Rest in peace, Pete Way, by the way. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I saw Michael Schenker at Club 101 years ago. You know, uh, when it was like right there on Airway and shit, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I saw yeah. him there. This motherfucker's little. You know, the yes. guitar is bigger than him. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this fool was like six feet tall. You know what I mean? It's always it's always with like like when I with the German folk right you know right, I, I always picture them you know yeah too. they're real tall right yeah, yeah. real tall but like Uli Roth too he's a little motherfucker too man like uh, you know I'm taller than him and I'm like you know I don't think I'm that tall I'm like what five five eleven you yeah. know and uh, <laughs> they're they're little guys and yeah, I yeah. trip out like dude you guys are gods and oh my god like I <laughs> one time I like I shook Uli Roth's hand and even he had to tell me like don't shake my hands too hard. <laughs> You know, you know? <laughs> <That's> funny, <dude. laughs> and, my bad and uh but it was cool i got i got to he came to mesa to the mesa music hall right you know a couple of years ago and i bought i bought vip tickets like i had to go see uli roth right yeah. you know and so like before the concert like by three o'clock i was already there drinking in the parking yeah. lot and the the like promoter guy comes in and he's like hey man are you uh so are you high man from the package like yeah yeah like hey Come on, Uli Roth wants to meet you. <gasps> Wait. Ah, <laughs> and I was like already listening to Flight of the Rainbow in there, yeah. right? Like, hold on, let me get the let me get the albums. You know, I get yeah, the yeah. sleeves and I go and meet him, like, ah, oh, Mr. Roth, you know, it's an order to meet you. I'm a big fan. Like, oh sir, nice to meet you. So, yeah. yeah, so thank you so much. Thank you for coming yeah. out. You know, super cool guy. And you know, I get a picture. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, he signs my record, you know, and uh and just through we just hung out through the whole day you know at one point he bust out his guitar and he, he has that the 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 sky guitar right the one you always see everywhere and it's called lionheart right oh nice and so i know he named that after his cat oh, okay. <laughs> so like i asked him like hey oh that's lionheart isn't it like oh yes this is lionheart like you <laughs> named that after your cat didn't you oh yes he was a cool cat <laughs> and like like just to confirm that like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's it's awesome. it's I've just I've watched YouTube videos of you, you know. Like yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love your shit, you know. And yeah, that was uh, you know no, uh, the turnout wasn't that good, right? But there was a good amount of bros there. We were just all ah, you know. We, that That's, was those are the best. That was that was a that was that like I still talk to you know uh, some of the people that went there. They were like, dude, that that concert really like opened my eyes to like holy shit, this guy rules, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So it was cool, you know. It was, it was cool hanging out with Uli. <laughs> that's cool. Not many people could say that. Man. Yeah, that's badass, dude. 
I like it. I like it a lot. So, I think a good topic to to uh, kind of transition to right now, man. Okay. <clears throat> so I, this is kind of more like news because I don't know if a lot of people know about this now. So Phil Lynott, Thin Lizzy, there's a bio flick coming out, and I think it's actually like a, a, a documentary style. So it's not an actual like movie. Someone's playing him. I think it's a legit documentary. Should be coming out this fall, which I look forward to a lot. And then they're gonna do they're gonna release the Rock Legends box set. So that's gonna be 74 unreleased songs, which should be badass. That I can't wait for. By chance, have you heard? Black Star Writers. No. Okay. That's the continuation of Thin Lizzy. Okay. Now, with the original members and stuff like that. Okay. The singer, the new singer. Well, they changed They changed a lot, right? Like, who's, who's, uh, they had, like, Gary Moore by... Oh, yeah, that was, ooh, right? that was way back when, but yeah, then. But... Like, who's, uh, I, I'm sorry, like, who's the, I, who's the originals, like, is what I'm saying. Uh, I think it's legit the original guitarist from the beginning. Okay. That that co-founded Thin Lizzy with with Phil. Okay. Uh, Gorham, I forgot his name is something Gorham, and then they have a couple of other dudes. At one point, even uh, Scott Travis from is the priest. Is it Scott Travis? Yeah, or yeah, Travis yeah, Scott? yeah, yeah. Scott Travis. He was there, but I think he was there for for a little bit, like 2009 or 10, for very little. I forgot who the drummer is now, but their new singer is amazing. He sounds eerily like Phil like scary so I'll show you if you want to hear it. like it sounds kind of yeah. creepy because he's like and they're still in the same spirit man of, of Thin Lizzy so it's not heavy shit you know what I mean they didn't bastardize it they didn't do anything they still kept it in the same spirit maybe that they might have been at this time if Phil was still around you know what I mean okay so there's still that and so I love I like the new singer Maybe he doesn't have the same charisma, you know what I mean? Because you know how Phil can tell a story, and his his uh, his vocal scheme, the way he would sing and the way he would, you know, just do things, is poetic and and okay. he had, he had a way of doing of you know Phil had a way of singing. But I, I highly recommend Black Star Writers. I believe they have four albums out right now. Uh, but. We picked, so we decided to go with our main topic, and, and it's kind of like our main, our, our main topic for today, I guess you could say. So <clears throat> we decided to go with 1990. Well, what about 1990? You were born 1990, mm. but we decided to go with some of the best metal albums of 1990, uh, and we're we're kind of we decided to go with six each, but. I know you're going to have some honorable mentions that kind of bear that we should talk about too before people at us and they start complaining <laughs> to prevent that. And we're like, hey, you didn't talk about this, you didn't talk about that. Well, we will. Uh, so, if you want to go first, or I'll go first. What, is, what do you want to do, Mike? You go first. All right, so I'll go first. So I kind of went uh, the easier route with my picks. Death, Spiritual Healing. Last album uh, cover with Ed Repka. That fucking album cover says it all, I think. Mm -hmm. Spiritual mm -hmm. healing. The fucking money in the pocket type thing going on. The last one they used the old school logo on. Yeah. Too. 
And I, what I love about it is that fucking title track is so fucking evil, dude. It sounds so fucking evil. That fucking riff, the do 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 do, like it just sounds fucking evil, dude. But outstanding album, I think for me, it's one of the best albums of 1990. What would you rank that as uh, for Death and, and their 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 albums? So, Leprosy, my favorite. Let's go. Uh, Let's go. Scream Bloody Gore. Yeah. Uh, human. And then that one. Okay. So you're not a fan of the newer stuff? Uh, honestly, just not a Sound of Perseverance. Like, I love individual thought patterns too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Sound of Perseverance it didn't, uh, didn't really do it to me. And I know that's favorite. your favorite. I actually... <laughs> I, I don't go necessarily backwards, but I love Sound of Perseverance. Mm-hmm. And even... Uh, fuck, what's the other one? The... The other project that he did, fuck, what is it called? With Tim Amir. Uh, no, I wouldn't know. Uh, I forgot the name of the other project. Yeah. We I'll, talk about him all the time. I only know what, what, didn't he just do like Control Denied or yeah, something that one, like that, that one. right? Yeah, that like one, that he one. He just no. did that one? Control Denied. That. Uh, That's the, the other one that I really like. It's it's good. Proggy. Okay. I, I still haven't even heard that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Show. It's like a super, it's like tighter, it's tight side of Perseverance. Okay. Because I feel like Side of Perseverance is very loosey, very jazzy, very loose based. This one's super tight. So uh, that one had a. It's supposed to be like power metal, isn't it? Which and one? that's about the Control Denied. Wasn't that supposed to be a power metal? No, project? I would say more progressive. Okay. Because the dude. So it's not Chuck singing. Uh, okay. Originally, now there's like rumors and that originally. Rob Halford was supposed to be the singer for for Control Denied. What the fuck? No way. Yes. Then, apparently Chuck found some of the other audition tapes that he never checked out, and then he found Tim Amir, and he was like, sorry, Rob, we're going to have to go with this guy. And it looked like, I mean, it was a wise choice in terms, because it sounds great. It's a good album. And this guy has, uh, he has a he has a pretty good voice. Uh, I liked it. It's a really good fucking album. That's another, but again, I don't. You might not like it if you didn't like. Okay. Side <laughs> perseverance. It doesn't sound like side perseverance, but some of the riffage might okay. sound the same. Because it's I'd probably stuff that he left over, you know. Um. But yes, so death, spiritual healing, would be my first pick for uh, 1990. All right, fine. Okay, Sadus, yes. swallowed in black. That uh, that was definitely an album that just left such an impression on just you know aggression. Yeah. You know Steve DiGiorgio. <laughs> that you know to just to be able to do all those bass fills and everything, uh, and then yeah. you know and then the, you know the dude I forget the singer's name. What would you rank but, Steve? Oh, he's fucking one of the top what twenty five right now in the definitely in the world? goals goals. Goals yeah. as well. Oh, for sure, dude. I'd love I'd love and, to be able to play like that. And, I, I've I've been seeing. I'm sorry. I've been seeing uh. Some little videos of him, like you know, he just jams out with whatever yeah. band. I, I guess he's like a session musician now. Or a lot something. of times he right. is. At least with Testament. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just comes in and uh, and uh, you know, so he he puts yeah. videos of like him playing mm-hmm. and shit. And mm-hmm. I see that shit and I'm like, God damn, like I want to play like that too. Yeah, you know? And then the fretless bass just looks so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's a fucking sweetheart, dude. He's a nice guy. There's a video of uh, they were doing like Testament. Uh, like videos on each each member of the band mm. and there were like 15 minutes of like 
what do they do at home? Like, you know, he goes for walks. Mm-hmm. He has his cats and his things. <laughs> and like, he's, like, you can tell he's a big he's down dude. down to earth. Big, yeah. <laughs> but he's very down to earth. Yeah. It's sweetheart, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a fucking teddy bear, dude. I you think, I mean? I think in contrast to what he does now, I think he was a lot crazier back then. And, uh, but yeah, sadist though, like, that's, uh, that swallowed in black was uh, was one that like just hit you know I look I look I like albums with a lot you know a lot of my picks today are, are you know what they have in common is you know the drums and bass are really good yeah a lot of intensity yeah it's evil <laughs> and uh, you know that's that's what I really like about that album you know when right. I, when I first heard that record I was just blown away like this guy's singing super fast and he's he solos and sings at the same time yeah. you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and then it's it's not you know simple shit it's full you know it's real technical right yeah. you know and that's that that album yeah. is uh is is definitely up <laughs> if you haven't heard it go go listen to it yeah it's aggression as fuck my next pick and again i think everyone's expecting it right away mega death uh rust in peace it's probably you know to a lot of people super iconic to me it was kind of like the reversal of of fortunes in terms of not reversal of fortunes but writing i would say because then uh metallica went kind of commercial route and uh megadeth kept going with this aggressive sound and whatever you feel about risk it's whatever but you know every every band has a risk album i would say uh so it doesn't matter but so like like for sure like every every band is gonna have a risk type album no matter what I mean it I feel like it's just gonna happen these guys really fucking they really fucking did something and probably one of the albums that will stand the test of time Rust in Peace that to me is a thoroughly enjoyable album Um, I don't think they're technically I feel like there isn't any weak tracks you know what I mean this is a very strong album um all killer, no filler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I love um, Tornadoes. What is it called? Tornado of Souls. Tornado of Souls. Looking back at that one, I was like, I was hurt and I loved it. And I was like, looking back, like listening to it, I'm like, this is like a love song, man. Like, this is like, <laughs> it's like a breakup song. It's like a love song. I'm like, God damn it, Dave. I didn't know you had it in you. you know? <laughs> it's like, it's so funny, dude, you know? Because like, you're listening to like Holy Wars, which is funny because like I I know I brought it up before like that had nothing to do with the Middle East, it had all to do with like Ireland and a lot of the wars, uh, the some sort of religious war that they're having. I don't know if it's the North and South or something like that. You know what I mean? I was very like wow, I didn't know about that. You know what I mean? So it's cool that they talked about stuff like that. You know, Hangar 18, fucking classic, iconic, yep. everything like yep. this like. It's like stuff that you're like, it's like staple Megadeth, I think. You know what I mean? Marty Freeman. Oh, uh, amazing guitarist. I mean, everybody. The, the fuck yeah, everybody. Everybody. Uh, er, they're they're all in. Uh, Was it fucking? Uh, Marty Freeman's in Japan now, right? Yeah. He's been in Japan for like, what, twenty five years? I uh, I got to meet me and my friend. We got to see him at Tricky Falls a couple years ago. Oh yeah. And uh, nice. You know, it was just him, right, and some students. You know, they, they had this girl bass player, you know, uh, you know, Japanese, and this drummer is Japanese too, right? That's you know, funny. And they kicked ass. <laughs> I bet, like, yeah. they played, you know, 
Marty Freeman, he rules. I'm a big fan. Yeah. And uh, they played some of the Megadeth stuff too, you yeah. know. So it was so it was cool, you know. He Who played the solo or was it just that. instrumental? Um, it was mostly instrumental, but I forget. I forget if we, uh, they sung or not. I was pretty, you know. <laughs> I, I get wild. And it happens. Right? Yeah. But uh, I got to meet him afterwards, right? He was at the bus and. You know, so some other fans there, they're like, oh, Marty Freeman sensei. You know? Oh, shit, <laughs> you know? that's badass. But I, so I didn't, I didn't know he was like all in, you know, Japanese and shit, you know? Like, and then it wasn't until later where, uh, you know, I looked up and he's like been making like anime soundtracks yeah. and shit like that, right? Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Anyway. Themes, theme songs. But uh, I, it was yeah. cool because like, uh, you know, hey, let me take a picture with you. All right, cool. And. And uh, I showed him my my uh, my Hawaii CD. Oh you no! Know? Yeah. yeah, you fucking yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, That's dude, sign shit, it. Dude. And he yeah. fucking, oh, hey, right, cool. I haven't seen this one in a while. <laughs> and so he signed it for me. Uh, can you tell people real quick about that? The Hawaii was yeah. uh, the, what it came out of uh, Vic Vixens, right? It was Vixens uh, first. I'm not sure. It was uh, I forget, I forget, but uh, you know, yeah, it's Marty Freeman's first band right you know it's second uh, band I think. 80 something no, 80, uh, 86 yeah. I think like, ah, fuck it's been a while since I since I listened to that yeah. one but that's a, that's definitely an obscure heavy metal yeah, one I, yeah. I, I, I love listening to yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, Call yeah. of the Wild that yeah. one uh, I have that French version with uh, with uh, the guy in the you know that girl in the volcano in the background you know and like there's there's other versions of that yeah, one yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah the French one is uh, the cover to get Damn, dude, that's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, not a lot of people. I mean, but even the name would even do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't hear a lot of yeah, people yeah, talking yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, so, yeah. I so, I, so I thought it was you know a friend of mine showed it to me a long time ago, and so I was like, dude, fuck yeah, you know. I already heard Marty Freeman before with uh, Megadeth and yeah. stuff. Right? I think but, you might have introduced me to Hawaii too. Did I? Maybe I don't know because we were like when we first started hanging out a lot, we were just like. Like throwing music yeah, at each other, yeah, just back and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and forth, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, that's badass, dude!" And yeah, so that was cool. It's uh, it's it's an obscure one. I like to yeah. like, oh fuck yeah, listen to that one. That one's cool. But I think if you know, I could be wrong, but I think it came out from Vixens or uh, I think he had a band before and then it became Hawaii, is what I yeah yeah I, I yeah. I think I I, 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 I get what you're saying. I think that might be the case. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're saying. But I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, rest in peace is my second pick. What you go get? With. Okay, so Nocturne is the key. Yes. Right. That one's uh, that's, that's one of my favorites too. Just uh, again, it's evil. The the riffing, <laughs> it's intense. You know the drumming. The, the album cover though. I love the album cover. So That's so fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, especially as someone who's like a real geek about space yes. and stuff, yes. like it definitely draws you yeah. in there. Like, whoa, that one and, and the thresholds. Uh, yeah, fucking, dude. Yeah, super awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I love, but that record definitely, especially like that intro. I was, I want to make fun of it, but I can't hear it without it. You know. <laughs> like I always picture like a shitty UFO <laughs> on a string coming yeah, in yeah. you know the riff is all, going all and then yeah. <laughs> you know the, the fucking like just a little uh, yeah. someone yeah, with yeah, that yeah. shit running around on stage and you shit you know um, have you heard uh, Ice Age no okay they have let me show you real quick they have an album cover oh shit where is it can't find it. 
No worries, no worries. Yeah, but they're they're. Oh, I think the name of the album is called Ice Age. Uh, but the, yeah, that one I, I like. I like a lot of the technicality of, of uh, the key. That one, that's yeah, definitely yes. a good, real, real technical. You know, just just a solid album. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Solos everywhere, weird sounds. There's even like a point where they have the the little. Like predator sounds at one point, yeah, you yeah. know, and I, 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 I really enjoy that album. Just yeah. everything about it is, is super yeah. cool, intense. I, I, I highly recommend if uh, people haven't heard also their their newer the um, Nocturnus AD. Okay. Uh, I haven't heard that. It's good shit too, man. I mean, uh, it's like to me, it was like no mames. It was like really fucking good, man. I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, so like, I feel like they're kind of a band that uh, was it Florida too? No, I think mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they're no, they weren't really talked about really. You know, uh, there was this to me like I talked to Gonzo about this a couple of times. I feel like something happened, and no one talks about this. That like we had this time in the late '80s was like thrash, glam, and then like death metal was like bubbling up from yeah yeah but you know you get morbid angel you get dsi you get death you get all that stuff right but then bands started getting technical right and how did that happen rest in peace like what what do you think did it i think honestly i think rest in peace was a is a good like if you like a lot of the you know technicality and stuff that was definitely well progressive to me was my next peak next album was atheist peace of mind okay well well i mean who was who was doing that man yeah you know you had you had uh cynic mm-hmm. uh gorguts probably later on and who was writing stuff like that i know death death started progressing to that point but it never got to that like uh very weird time signatures right. and right uh, but that's what i'm saying like how did that even happen who fucking like did they just all of a sudden come up with it? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, dude? I like to think, I like to think a lot of people that play, uh, you know, uh, like the first, first going of of uh, death metal, right? You know, I like to say maybe possessed in death, right? And, uh, the Slayer, right? I think Hello Waits is like uh, one of the blueprints to to things that would come later, and. Certainly, I yeah. think I think it has I think those albums have its little as little things of that how how they like kind of just change a riff here and there or a drumming the, you know a drum part was just like oh shit it was unexpected yeah. right yeah. and I think like uh, like well uh, a lot of people that play like death metal you know you gotta be you gotta be a musician and play right. that shit right and you know a lot of these these people were uh, what what's his name. Uh, 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 Larry Lalonde, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's in Primus, yes, right? Right, right? And he says, uh, he says, like he, I hear he doesn't try to associate with possess, right? <laughs> Not anymore, yeah. Like uh, even though, like wow, when Primus was gonna do something, they like use a Beyond the Gates logo with like Primus on it. <laughs> anyway, but uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, he was saying some shit like they were getting too scary, right? They were getting way too too evil, right? They they, they were doing they were doing shit, right? And yeah, so. But there's these amazing musicians, so I think they just try to leave all that and just, you know, the next step is like this weird 
you know, jazz I, thing. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, like jazz fusion like type thing. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Maybe there could be some sort of a like. I feel they're, they're inner musician are like ah, it's too simple now. We need a let's, let's, let's step it up, complicate it more. You know, yeah, and yeah. they 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 needed that as musicians. You know, I can't play like that. But you yeah, know, it's it's. I could see that. I mean, and certainly, peace of time and and, and atheists were uh, capable of doing that. They were doing that shit. So like it's. Again, another outstanding album. Um, they ended up doing other ones, you know, Elements and stuff like that. But they were definitely a fucking, I think, a game changer, I think, in terms of death metal and, and progressive metal and, and stuff like that, you know. But on on that, too, I think uh, yeah, these are guys that weren't just listening to heavy metal, you know. These guys were listening to, like, yes. Jethro Tull. And, right. You know, yeah. the, the real progressive shit, right. and, you know. And I think that's kind of like what... Like that's that's to me is like that's fucking top musicianship yeah, right there. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like oh shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can you can tell with uh, with, uh, with cynic too. Yeah, you can tell with them. Yeah, right? they they practice their scales for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No shit, man. You know these yeah. are these are people that are you know they they play the instrument right. They yeah. dedicated to li- their lives yeah, to the yeah. instrument and they can venture on to that spectrum yeah. of yeah. of the universe you know and I think it's cool because like these dudes probably listen to like world music you know and yeah <laughs> like and they'll be like we could make that metal you know uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and that's cool man and and then more power to you like you know I like Yanni Yanni's badass dude have you ever heard him Mm-mm. badass mustache bastard he's like <laughs> he's got a badass mustache I can tell you that man. but yeah, it's world music, but not for everybody. You know, I like I like a little Enya. You know, there's, you know, you should try it when you're deep massage sessions. You know, <laughs> some Enya. No, that's that'll get some people turned on. Never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. What's uh What's your next pick? My next one is uh. Let's see here. Okay. Incubus, uh, Beyond the Unknown. And let's reiterate, it's not... It's not Incubus anymore. But when it came out, it was Incubus, but they changed their name for rights or whatever, so they're opprobrium now, right? Um, so I think I even bought, like, the CD. They reissued these albums with opprobrium on it, right? Oh, but, shit, okay. So, like, yeah, go find the Incubus one, though. <laughs> That's the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, that one. That's another one. Intense <laughs> riffage, drumming. That that's definitely a, a staple within uh, you know the band too. I think yeah, we yeah. I think we take a lot from that from that album too. It's were, it's, were they a Nuclear Blast? Who were they with? I don't know who they were with. I don't know. No, I don't know who they were with. I don't know. Okay. But uh, I, I even like the one uh, the one before that too. Uh, Serpent Temptation, right? I think that one's more. Uh, slower groovier death metal right okay. and this next one you know the uh, the beyond the unknown yeah. that one is uh is way more like a death thrash you know way more i think the riffage is more in your face they even changed the way it sound you know i like i like that one a lot it's again aggressive <laughs> yeah it's in your face yeah yeah you know don't be a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> All the, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Solos galore. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. 
I gotta go pee. Cool. Well, this next one, it's my next pick. And, I mean, again, it's a staple in everyone's probably heavy metal diet at one point or another. Uh, Pantera, Cowboys from Hell. I think it's one of their best albums because, again, for me, uh, Far Beyond Driven really didn't do it for me. It still has several good songs. Uh, which is the other one? Well, The Great Southern Tranquilo to me is one of the best that they had ever done. Um, what do you think? Do you like Cowboys? Are you a big fan or no? I like, I like it, right? You know, uh, of course... It was on the radio all the time, you know. I think that's a that's a cool little riff, you know. I've seen people play it, like uh, it looks cool to learn, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks fun to play. You yeah, know? yeah, it looks fun to play. But, um, <laughs> uh, from Pantera, though, like uh, I don't I don't I don't really know what my favorite album is from them, but I really like that song, Domination. Yeah, right? Cowboys like, from Hell. That's that one. Okay, yeah, I like that one. I like that one a lot. It's because I feel like okay. They're fucking hostile, right? Uh, yeah, that's the next album. That's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like this one is more like near power metal uh, sounding because Phil, that's the only one with Phil really doing the high-flying vocals, falsettos and shit like that. You know what I mean? And so this is one of the most different sounding albums that they've ever made because after that, they did Vulgar Display of Power and they there was more groove so was Far Beyond Driven. But then The Great Southern Tranquil was a whole fucking departure to like almost death metal, almost death metal uh, standards, you know what I mean? So like they each had its own individual sounds, but I think Cowboys from Hell is, uh, I mean, from Psycho Holiday to Cowboys, the song Cowboys from Hell, uh, Medicine Man, song. you know, like Domination, Cemetery Gates. Uh, but I mean, domination. Far stinks like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know, fucking fucking badass. Like, yeah, it's badass, dude. Very empty uh, song, you know. Uh, shattered. I, uh, I like that. Shattered, shattered is, is cool. Great song, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's why I like you know. Uh, that's it's to me iconic, and that one is an album that to me I'll always listen to. Uh, it's like, you know, like when you have a movie that you put on, like the other day for me was Groundhog Day. Okay. I love putting on Groundhog Day. <laughs> you do drugs, because, Timmy? Uh, you do. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder, how's it going? Yeah. But you know what? It's like, that's what this quarantine's been. Literally, it's been fucking Groundhog Day, dude. Do the same shit over and over. And it's like, dude, what day is it? You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking, it kind of sucks after a while. But you got to deal with it. What do we have to deal with? Or what can we use to deal with? We have music, we have movies, we have everything. And I think Cowboys from Hell is one of those albums that kind of helps me get by. Like, even though it's like I've heard it millions of times, it's it's still a fucking badass to listen to. You know? it, it, it's stuck with you. Yeah. Uh, since you first listened to it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel... Excuse me. For me, I feel Pantera's kind of... I listened to it a lot more in my younger years. And... Like the more the more I dug into like the the underground and the, the more I try to find the you know the more evil side of the of the spectrum right you know I, that I don't listen to it much but 
I do like listening to Pantera, right? You know, yeah, I yeah. do like uh, like you can you know put it on. Like I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, fuck yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like Cowboys from Hell, you know, right. like, yeah, fuck yeah, put it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I <clears throat> I think they're the last band that almost went that commercial route, but didn't, and everybody can listen to, whether. You're, uh, like how you were saying, that you like a lot of uh, underground extreme sort of type of bands. But kind of, these guys are like in the middle ground. You know what I mean? Pantera's like the middle ground where a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, I listen to Pantera. Like, you know, they can be tossed around in whichever direction. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was more on the, on the radio and stuff. It was more, uh, I guess by the time I heard it, right, yeah. you know, it, it was more, yeah, and, and, it was more in the background, like, of just, you know, random stuff. Yeah, spots, you know? and you know what's funny is, like, those songs I never liked, like, This Love, like, I never liked that song. Was, uh, was or, it that one they did on Beavis and Butthead? I think maybe. I was like, oh, get me a beer, Pantera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that one or it was that, uh, Walk. Okay. It could have been Walk. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one to me is like one of the worst songs I've ever done. Okay. Because it's like, uh, how many times have we heard that at fucking handlebars? You know what I mean? Like when it was played, you know, it was like overplayed, simplistic, but not not that it sucks because of that. But to me, it was just like, really? Out of all the songs you can pick, this is the one you choose to go with. Like, that's weird. I've thought about that too, you know. I think about that a lot with, like, you know, yeah, the Scorpions and Judas Priest, right? You know, okay, Rocky Like a Hurricane is, uh, you know, such a big hit. Everybody fucking knows it, right? You know, and then, (laughs) you know, uh, you don't, you don't, you don't fucking know uh, in trance, though. Like, you don't, you don't, hold on, you know, and it's it's already. What's the crow? The Lonesome Crow. Lonesome Crow. Um, uh, uh, and then Jewish priest were breaking the law, living after midnight, right? And I love British Steel. I love it. I feel like it's not that it's it's overrated, but at the same time it's underrated. You know, like yeah. like I feel like yeah yeah those songs are badass and everything, right? Very straightforward, but like like the Rage and Steeler and uh, right. and, uh, and, uh, and uh, the, uh, what is it a uh, hammering down. The first song off that one, uh, uh, ramming, uh, ramming. Uh, oh my God. Well, that's another one. Ah, yeah, Ram- ramming. Ram- but uh, what's it called? Uh, anyway, whatever. Anyway. Um, but do you think? That? Do you think that it was a good marketing company to help them out? I guess that's all record company you know I mean? shit, right? Yeah. That picks like this song is gonna be the. These hit, are the singles. Right? You know, these are these We're are the, the videos ones. for these. I mean, okay. I think it worked out because then people bought fire. the album. Rapid Fire. Yeah, yeah. Rapid Fire. <laughs> but if people bought it, they heard it. So that, and I think in turn it kind of works out. It kind of works out, man. But what I what I really hate right now that a lot of bands are doing is they're only releasing singles. Have you heard that shit? Have you seen that shit? Mm-hmm. A lot of fucking bands are just releasing then, uh, singles. Uh, my lady was telling me about uh, Enslave and... Uh, Souls to Fear, right? They just put out singles or like one track on uh, Spotify it's slave, or something it's like that. It's that like a couple months ago, but they're already going to release their album in the fall. Okay. And I don't know about Souls to Fear. They're going to do their uh, this year or next year, but they're already going to release an album too. Okay. They've been in the studio. They've been talking about it. By the way, their last album ain't fucking credible too. 
from Solstafir. Fucking, just so fucking good. Anyways, but I don't like when their bands are just doing that. They're just releasing singles and only singles, and then they release a fucking EP, and then it's like, what the fuck are you doing with your time, dude? You're like, just wait, just write the album, and then you know, and then maybe do an EP after that. But don't do singles and then an EP and yeah. then an album. Like that's fucking yeah. weird. But for me, it's like, I fucking hate bands that are just doing that shit. They're just writing singles. Um, and it just pisses me off. Like, like what, what's the whole point of that? You know what I mean? And I know one Make of the... the album of that. You know? Yeah, yeah. One of the dudes who was really talking about that, and I think a lot of bands took notice, was um, a YouTuber. Uh, Ola. You know Ola England? He's been in Feared... He's been in other bands and whatever. I think he was in The Haunted. Okay. And he was like, oh, let's just write singles and blah, blah, blah. That's a good marketing scheme for bands and blah, blah, blah. And so, like, everybody started doing that shit. You know what I mean? He has, uh, he's like, I'm just going to do singles. And that's it. Like, th- th- that's literally just a cock tease. It's just a fucking tease. Release a full fucking length album. Stop fucking around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, unless you're literally just going to do the EP. Then save those singles, just wait, release the EP. You know what I mean? But I know he had some sort of marketing uh, plan or some shit that he thinks that's what works. And uh, after I saw that video a couple years ago, a lot of bands started doing that. Uh, and so it was interesting, you know, is it, uh, is it the right thing to do or is it, who knows, but it's annoying because it's like, I'd rather wait a whole year you know, than to get one or two songs every three months, you know, or even yeah, two years, yeah. you know, and so it's the whole, the, the whole way of doing things annoys me, but it's whatever yeah. we're, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I had Cowboys. I don't think you, did you go next? I think it's my turn now. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I think it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, okay. So Judas Priest painkiller. Oh yeah. Right. Easy. Okay. Yeah. So when we were when you told me to like you know find uh, you know songs from this from this one and uh, you know come up with a with a list right you yeah. know it it definitely put me back to some of them that like ah, I haven't heard this one in a while yeah, right yeah, yeah. And, and Judas and Painkiller was definitely one of them I love Painkiller right yeah. I think it's it's a great heavy metal record right I do hate Scott Travis. I know. I don't like that guy. You've always told me. <laughs> yeah. I have my, you know, but I think he does a good job on that album. You know yeah. what I mean? I think he's yeah. he's a great drummer, but I don't like that he keeps doing the whole and just kind of stays yeah, there. Yeah, you yeah. know, he just kind of stays there. When uh, they've had, you know, Dave Holland, Simon Phillips, you know, Les Binks, Les Binks right. you know, and uh, they've had these Judas Priest have had these amazing drummers. So he's like my least favorite. Of all the Judas Priest drummers, just because I'm, you know, hardcore priest. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. But Painkiller's a great album, man. I, I love Painkiller. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was weird that Painkiller was like the, the one, like the one you always heard on the radio more. I thought like, well, how come they didn't put Nightcrawler? Like Nightcrawler is like my favorite track on that one. Yeah. Like that that Between riff is fun. That one too. That opening riff is yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that shit. Yeah. Chug's yeah. fucking yeah. fucking horde. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I fucking. Yeah. To me, that was um. 
I was a uh, like I was mind blown with that album because I was listening to other things and yeah. I mean even uh, even what was it like Ram It Down and you know all those other things but I'm like no way dude was, I I didn't think Ram It Down was that good of an album. It didn't sound that great. I I think uh, okay, so like the the title track, there's like two songs on there I really like on that one, two three songs, but uh, the Painkiller for sure, like I think that one's a more solid. Well, oh, it's of, organic. It sounds yeah. like, it sounds way better. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Patrol, dude. All guns blazing. Hell Leather, Patrol. Leather Rebel. Yeah. Leather Rebel. Uh, Metal Meltdown. Yeah. Touch of Evil. That's probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, Living Bad Dreams. Yeah. I'm gonna. No, it's Bell. almost like an entire. The entirety of that album is a fucking classic. Uh, I think uh, staple. Yeah, I recommend. I, um, the album art, yeah. badass too. A lot of I crazy mean, shit going I on. I mean, imagine having that as the as an actual the record, and when it came out back then, you know, just like looking at it, that's pretty cool, dude. And I mean, that's why we're we're talking about my my friend, uh, you know, Gonzo and I. We're talking about that saying be great to just be able to have the records and be able to like look at the open it up and look at it read the lyrics fucking have the cover art to, to be able to just watch that and look at that you know what i mean and that's what i think is fascinating and and great you know but again it's one of those hobbies that it's gonna you know, it's gonna cost some money but it's penny. worth i know it's worth it you know? every once in a while though you man know? you know if you you know going online or you know the, the record stores here you know you'll i'll yeah. find you know i work at the fountains right so yeah. all that music is right down there yeah yeah so yeah, I, yeah. I go there like most every day right you, you know, know and um, I, look, I look at I'll, no no go ahead I'll, you know i'll go through the shit and uh you know you'll find something for you know good you know ten dollars you know a good you know a record that yeah i've been wanting for a while yeah you do just they, have to scavenge man do they have their other place open already the they have a second store I didn't know that. Yeah, th- that's where the old shit's at. The older oh, material. Well, the, the one on the gateway, I don't know if that one is open. Oh, no, it's... But uh, I only it's know... It's the airport, I think. I don't know. I forgot. I don't know. I... The second store has all the older shit. The newer stuff, the new store, the one in the fountains, is supposed to have all their newer material. Okay. So, like, I think me and you got to go one of these days to their old... To their okay. second store and check it out. Um, there's a... Have you ever gone to the swap meets? The Bronco? They, yeah. There's a record store at the Bronco. They have a, a lot of old stuff. I bought a Kansas. I bought my Kansas album there. Right. It was like, right. I forgot. It was like 12 bucks. He has reasonable prices. Very, very reasonable. I know he had Death on there. Uh, I forgot. But he's got a lot of good. Uh, he had Deep Purple in there. You know, uh, I think it was made in Japan. I think he had that There one. you go. He has a lot of good ones. Uh, so that'd be a great other if you want to spend some cash. The Bronco has a lot of... And that, that's a swap meet here, guys, in El Paso. I'm sorry. I have to bring that up really quick. Hmm. <laughs> and they're like, where? <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about? Chuco things. Uh, yeah. El Chuco. So, uh, also wanted to, to give a shout out to Carlos in the Lower Valley. If you're still in the Lower Valley, you were my neighbor at one point. Or, like, you lived on the other side of Maravilla. Uh, so, I wanted to give you a shout out. And uh, I'm going to get on that Brujeria episode soon, bro. Uh, so yeah I mean those are that's definitely a uh, painkiller man it's a staple it's, it's a staple it's, it's, it's a staple it's, man 
it's good man it's yeah. good real heavy right yeah. it's judas priest's take on on like thrash and all that shit yeah. right because that's what judas priest did right they yeah. took whatever's popular at the time they made a, they Boom, made a record of it you know and i like it i like uh but again i have my issues with scott travis yeah but i mean <laughs> my, minus minus that still a good album you know the last yeah. time the last time i saw him live i had a chance to 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 meet Scott Travis and I was like, nah, fuck that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I just went to. Not the even room. as like. Nah, no, no, no. And he's a good drummer, right? I'm not, you know, he's a good drummer. Yeah. yeah. Right, like uh, these other tours when they they did like uh, 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 was it Saints in Hell, right? You know, he fucking nails those. He's he, he's hitting, you know, all those hits and he's got the drumming down, but I just hate what he does with it now that he just. He just right. leaves it at that and like, dude, come on, you're a better drummer than that. Like, don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. just do that. Yeah, I wonder if a lot of it is like, you know, what what kind of, what do they want from him? You know what I mean? Do they just want him to keep the foundation, yeah. Yeah. like lock it down, or what yeah. do you want? You know what? Yeah. Well, you saw, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, the rocker, right? With uh, the supposedly the story of Judas Priest of how. Uh, Ripper Owens got into oh, yeah, Judas yeah, yeah. Priest, Steel yeah, Dragon, yeah. right? Yeah, Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar. There yeah. you go. That's it. Here. That's it. PB break. All right. So, Painkiller Judas Priest, badass. Let me go with my next one. Uh, you know, I saw it in uh, what was that fucking movie with? Uh, <sighs> What was his name? Brendan Fraser and Lord of the Rings guy, Rudy. And Cino Man. And Cino okay. okay. Man. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sacred Reich, the American Way. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's one of the first times I ever like even heard it because I was like, what the fuck are they listening to? That's badass. Uh, which is a funny movie. I still like enjoy that movie to this day. But hearing them talk with the the lingo, the 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 slang is just—it's so painful. It's cringe-worthy, but it's still a good movie. Yeah, I yeah, digress. But yeah. Secret Reich, the American Way. Obviously, it's not the other albums like Ignorance and and the Surf Nicaragua, like the, the EP, I believe. The EP. And and it's like it's—I mean, those are great albums but I mean it's 1990 so the American Way came out and I just fucking love these guys because I think they're from Phoenix or Phoenix yeah right they're, I think they're badass just because they have I think the perfect thrash sound uh, it's that uh, the right mix and the aggression and the way this dude has his vocals I think they're the one of the most perfect ways of doing thrash you know what I mean they took uh I remember reading he says he took he took a lot from Slayer you know like when he was writing the early shit he was like yeah you know I can hear it in there too you know? I'm, a, I'm a big Sacred Reich fan I'm sad that I got to to miss him this last time they came over here but oh, that's right but I you know shit happened right yeah. and it was like 30 bucks too and I was like oof like on a Tuesday or some shit like that I'm like no <laughs> I know man you know but uh, uh there's another tour coming up next year right there is it March I know they're the support band. Okay. Uh, it's them and 
Uh, I don't remember, but it, I think they're hitting the rock house. Or is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 yeah they're gonna hit. They're gonna hit that March or April, May, something like that. So the guitarist just died, though, right? Uh, what's his uh, name? Yes. What's his name? I uh, forgot his name, dude. I, I remember he did. Yeah, but he he like he passed this away summer. a couple a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that sucks. That's you know I'll never I won't be able to see the original anymore. Yeah. Right? I missed my chance and. Um, that's the I think one of the crappy parts in that you know for the longest time I've been wanting to watch Fleetwood Mac right Yeah. but I wanted to watch it with Lindsey Buckingham and they were going to do a tour a couple of years ago several years ago maybe three or four years ago and he was like original not original but he was going to be there they had some sort of fighting or something happened. And Lindsay's like, I'm out. See you fuckers later. And I'm like, I don't want to watch fucking Lindsay, uh, Fleetwood Mac because there's no Lindsay Buckingham. What the fuck, dude? Like, I love him and uh, the dance, the 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 live yeah. the live performance, the live album uh, on the DVD. And he's just an incredible fucking guitar player. And I think... Probably him and Brian May, super underrated fucking guitarists of all time. Uh, criminally underrated. Brian May's solos are fucking... Mwah, they're beautiful. Now he invested uh, in the space program. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, uh, works for NASA, I believe. Yeah. Right? But, but Lindsey Buckingham, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where, you know, I don't know how long we're going to be able to have that opportunity where we, can't, where we can see these bands complete together for example this summer I was supposed to watch probably one of the coolest tours ever right it was gonna be Foreigner uh, I believe it was Foreigner Europe and fuck who's the other band I forgot the other band but they cancelled that sucks you know and we were gonna see them in Albuquerque it was gonna be badass but they cancelled now I mean, how often does that happen? I mean, they're getting up there, dude. Foreigners, to me, is one of the best bands, you know, 70s rock, classic rock bands okay. out there, dude. How the fuck, you know, how long are they going to last? You know, like, Steve Miller band, I didn't get an opportunity to see him either. I fucked up, you know? I, um, uh, I don't know. I guess the generation I grew up in at the time when I started really going to shows, like, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of these bands already broke up, you know, uh, or dead, right? You know, but, I like I like I've come to terms of like ah oh, shit, okay I haven't I'm not gonna see him right. Yeah. A lot of the bands I like now, being an old soul, I'm gonna see a lot of them die in my timeline, yeah. and I fucking hate that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I always think yeah. to myself like shit, I'm gonna be the one to, to see when uh, you know when uh, you know members of, of Judas Priest Black Sabbath start dying you know yeah. and I'm like god damn it you know and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want yeah, them to live forever right know. you know and, yeah. um, I mean how do you think people felt when Skinner you know when they fucking crashed yeah. it was a terrible. big fucking that was a that's big just deal, a tragedy man. too yeah, dude. Know, a, just to go out like that too that, yeah. that fucking sucks yeah losing a but, lot of members of your band but uh, you know coming to terms with that I like when bands tour again. You know, like yeah. uh, the last time I uh, uh, I saw Roger Waters in Denver. 
Yeah. You okay. know, and uh, it's not Pink Floyd, right? But it's Roger Waters, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, all right, fuck yeah. I got yeah. to see at least one one part of that, you know? Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Fucking Roger Waters, you know? And yeah. that's one of the best concerts. Perfect, oh, it was one of the most beautiful concerts I've ever seen. Yeah. Every time I go to a concert that big, there's always like some kid in front of me. Like it happened to me at Black Sabbath too, right? You know, and I'm over here singing all the songs, right? You know, like yeah, yeah. you know, singing every word, and like the kids, like they they, they turn around and they're like, well, what the fuck? Like this guy knows all the words. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ah, fuck you, kid. You don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get here one day. <laughs> one day, this is your future. Drunk as fuck. <laughs> Behold, <laughs> yeah. this is what you shall be. Yeah. Reap your rewards. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm glad to catch whatever I can catch. You know, like I, I, I've seen uh, the what's his name, uh, uh, you know, Steve Steve Grimmitz, uh That's the Grim Reaper. Yeah, Grim Reaper. I got to Grim see Reaper. Yeah, yeah. That you saw him in cruises? The, uh, no, in uh, on the cruise. Oh, he was there too. Yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. all right. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I saw him in. Uh, and cruises and so i'm just glad to see that yeah, you know yeah. like catch was he already amputated catch, or? Uh, yeah 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 I, th- I think i think so uh, no i forget dude i forget I, i'm always fucked up at these shows and i forget yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because like uh they uh he grim reaper was playing yeah and then later on i saw onslaught mm. and he refused to do songs when because I, I forgot the album that he did with them but they he was like no nah, i don't want to play with you guys yeah <laughs> i was wow. like oh that would have been cool to see onslaught with, with you know with him it'd be pretty would have been pretty cool but then Fuck, it was, which one was he on was it it wasn't the, the first two right no, no it was just a weird like orbs or some shit on the cover yeah um uh, did you see that did you see onslaught when they came to uh el paso no. With uh, Empire Evil, no, that was that was a cool show. I got to meet a, uh, we got to meet Mantis. He gave me a cigarette. <laughs> super super cool dudes. Then the uh, was it the Force? No, how was that? That was that was him on the Force. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It's not Power from Hell. No. I think it might have been the force. Anyway, but yeah, I like I like to catch whatever I can catch, right? You know, like with Black Sabbath, like I saw him. Just Bill Ward was missing. That's it, right? But I'm glad I saw everybody else. You know, they have the dude from Rage Against the Machine. Who they mm-hmm. have? Yeah. The um, was it Rage? Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. He's a badass drummer too. He's, He's good. He's good, but to step into the shoes of Bill Ward, I mean, come hey, man. on. You know, Did like they hired him. They hired him. Come yeah. on. Come on. Give him that props. Enough, yeah. enough, but still. I mean, who, they could have picked anybody else. Or if they, they picked him, they could have picked some other dude. Or they could have just given Bill Ward a good contract. They could have also is done this, that. Uh, is this a Sharon? I think it's a Sharon thing. Yeah. You know what? I it's have a Sharon you know, type of thing. To trail off a bit. You know, yeah. I, I always feel like, like, uh, like the record companies and sharing, like I feel like Ozzy Osbourne is is like their little puppet guy. Yeah, of you course. know he's out here, 
you know, oh, he's going to make us money, right? You know, and we're just going to... <laughs> they wind them up, toot, 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 go, go make us money. Yeah, yeah, again, more power. However, you know, you get your money, girl. You've been with him all these years. More power to you, right? right? But I still feel like... Uh, like, what does Ozzy want to do, though? Like, I feel like, you know... What's the retire? Yeah, you know, like, I, maybe he wants to write more Black Sabbath songs, you know? Yeah. And he's still, got, he's still got a good voice, right? You know, when, I, when I've seen him live, he's still saying... Perfect, perfect. He's yeah, saying, but you lately, know? lately he doesn't look so good, man. Oof. Well, he uh, last I heard he was he was getting surgery in Sweden, right, for like uh, some throat cancer or some shit like that. Something I I I, I forget, right? I'm but, not sure. It was. I don't think it was that severe. Okay. But it was something. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. I just know. I just know he was gonna get transferred. You know, they were gonna go and do do some kind of surgery or something like that. But anyway. Yeah. My turn? Yep. Okay. So, Carnage Dark Recollections. Uh, of course. Of course. You know, I play in the band Infestation of Evil. <laughs> Song Infestation of Evil. It just makes right? sense. It just... That album is a definite treasure. You know, yeah. fucking heavy as shit. That distortion is legendary. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, really quick, it kind of goes full circle with everything that we've been talking about. You know? You're... Born in 1990, you're talking about your band, and just because it, it, it's kind of today's kind of a little weird because we've been talking about sentence right now earlier, yeah. and how you're like, hey, wait a minute, I should listen to more sentence, and what the yeah, fuck, yeah, how everything just kind yeah. of is going full circle today, man. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, man. My, Every, my bad. The universe just comes together it, like that, you yeah, know? dude. It's, it's but, meant uh, to be. but yeah, it's it's a definite record, you know, just that real heavy you know I, what I like about this one is that you know you hear you hear shit like uh, okay so another one you know that came out at 90 is a left hand path right Entombed. you know and that's uh, that's Classic. a staple yeah. right mm -hmm. but it's uh, I feel like uh, like what Carnage does is uh, instead of just doing the right just doing the more punky side of it they had like blast beats in there yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. they they had like the the songwriting the songwriting itself yeah, was yeah. I, I like the way it flows a little better and right. then of course it's evil <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah yeah it's what i look for you know it's and it has its little bass parts you know right. yeah, yeah yeah something for for i think it's a perfect pick that's a that's a beautiful album that's yeah, that's definitely if you haven't heard that one that's a yeah that's a beautiful album. Yeah. I mean, if you're into... Uh, are they Swedish? Yeah. So if you're into like old school Swedish death metal, early death metal, then that'll probably appeal to you. Um, I'm going to go Canada, Canadian with this one. Ooh. So, and I know a lot of people, I, you probably don't like them either. You, a lot of people don't like these guys. But I'm going to go with Annihilator, Never Neverland. To me, it was their the best album that they have fucking ever done. They 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 have a lot of good songs scattered throughout their entire catalog, but I feel like Never Neverland is their best album, and that's their second album. Oh, I think I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a I'm not a big Annihilator fan. I know you told right? me uh, yeah. Jeff Waters, right? Yeah, uh, like he's he's a good musician he's a yeah. what, what, didn't he try out for Megadeth yeah. and told him to fuck off or uh, something like no, that no it, it, it never things never worked out it just never worked out but it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like there was any animosity 
It just never worked out. I don't think they okay. had... Well, it wasn't... Something like yeah. that, right? Something happened, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, that I, I like the Alice in Hell one. Like I like the cut like two tracks on that one, but yeah, it just didn't. Album, man, it didn't. Album. It didn't hit me as hard, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then at the time, I was listening to like you know Destruction and and uh, you yeah, know, yeah, other yeah. other other stuff, you know. And I was yeah. like, I like this I think, a little I more think than maybe this. Maybe now, know? maybe now you might look into it. I, that's it, the only one. That's though. probably it. Just give it, give it a, a, I a would, revisit. I think so. <laughs> I think Never Never Alone would be a great album to revisit at this point right now okay uh because it's not you know you're able you're able to like branch out to other things you know i think it's a great album okay uh it's uh kind of groovy kind of almost almost pantera-esque the way the riffs are on that album so for a lot of people who like cowboys from hell it's a good transition to never neverland okay but it's still, it's still, it's still thrash. You know what I mean. Some good vocals going on. But again, with 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 Annihilator, they have a lot of good sco- good songs scattered throughout their all their albums because there's a lot of albums that they have, and it's like half the album sucks. Or I'd rather listen to like two or three songs okay. from each. You know what I mean? So I would okay. probably it would probably be wise for me to make my own playlist. Dead, you know okay. what I mean? But I could see why a lot of people say they're they're not their favorite or yeah. they kind of overlook them or whatever. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. Okay. But that's a great album for nineteen ninety. Alright. Um DSI DSide of course. <laughs> that's uh that's a yeah. that's a definite uh death metal 101 you know yeah. how, how you were saying your friend would come and like if a space guy came and like hey yeah yeah i okay so i kind of have the same question with like if somebody comes up to you you know oblivious to metal haha you know <laughs> you know somebody comes up to you and they're like uh hey uh you know what's what's death metal that's yeah, definitely yeah. one like dude dsi dsi yeah is, yeah is one of the most aggressive evil yeah insane albums out there you know I, that that one uh what is it yeah oblivious to evil there's that one part where uh where uh, you know like the bass drum is going real hard yeah, but yeah, then yeah. it sounds like the it falls off it falls off <laughs> while they're recording <laughs> and he like has to bring it back you know i always found that fucking hilarious but it's those things that i love about that album you know what i mean it's it Dead by Dawn. I always, I always oh, love, yeah. I always love listening to Dead by Dawn on YouTube because you'll go to the comments, and then I'll go like, "Take my car, take my car, take my car." You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, but ah, DSI, DSI. That's that's you need to listen to that one. That's yeah. That's one of the most evil records out there. Then you know it's very again very aggressive. Yeah, you know and the Hoffman brothers, yep, fucking rule on it. Everything about that album is, is still shit. Like I feel that I, I try to like, oh man, how can I do that? You know, like right. that's, that's a beautiful album. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you had some honorable mentions. So, what you got going on over here? Okay, okay. So other honorable mentions. I'd, and these are these are for like 
for anybody who was like, oh, you guys forgot, you forgot this. Okay. Well, so here we go. Cancer to the gory end. Okay. Right. That one, I, 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 I love, uh, I love Cancer. They're, I think they're a real great band. I, I, I would like to see more people. I don't hear enough, enough people, you know, talk about it. You know. Is that uh, James Murphy? Uh. No. No, is it? I don't. I don't know that. It's uh. They're from what the UK. I don't know. Yeah, they're from the UK. I think I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. Hold on. One moment, please. Let's check this out. So they are from the UK. Yeah. Uh, Is it James Murphy though? I don't know. What's the, James on. Murphy was there in '91, live member. Okay, live, but not but not to the to the gory end, right? He was okay. Yeah, he wasn't on that one. But, uh, but I didn't I no. didn't know I didn't know he played with them live though. I didn't know that. But uh, that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I have to know. Is the fucking the the cover? Yeah, with the machete and the, That's and the guy. That's like that looks like uh, what's his face from uh, Stand and Deliver and um, look, <laughs> oh, uh, look down uh, Phillips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it does, it does. <laughs> like, is that is that Luke Bryan Phillips? <laughs> Uh, Look, like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's what happened after the school project. Dude. I know, right? Into that gang shit. And yeah. Bam. Machetazo. Yeah. Anyway. Machetazo. Uh, <laughs> but to the gory end, though. Yeah. Great, great old yeah. school death metal. Yeah. You know. Their latest effort is pretty good too, man. I haven't heard their latest yeah, stuff. I haven't heard that. Great, yeah. But uh, um. I, I I like this one and, and the one after that, right? The the hung drawn and quartered. Mm. I, I like I like the second one more, but this one is definitely you know one of those when I was listening to old yeah. school death metal, like oh yeah. dude, fuck yeah, you know yeah, it just yeah. it has it has those those moments where it just picks up super super good, right? It's the, the intensity's there, yeah. and I feel like uh, his vocals like uh, uh, inspired a. Uh, what is it? Um, Carcass? Yeah. The one after? Uh, uh, what is it? Which one? Is it Heartwork? Or? Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, Putrefaction? No. Um, God damn it. Uh, Corporal Jigsaw. Ah, Andre, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, is, uh, si- sim- what? Is it Symphonies? Symphonies of... Symphonies oh, of that's... Si- no, because Cor- no, no, Corporal no. is uh, Putrefaction, I think. No. Is it? No. Hold oh, on. Boy. People are yelling at us right now. <laughs> you guys, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, necro- necrotism. Necroticism. There you go. Necroticism. God damn. My bad. My bad. I've been drinking. Yeah. Me anyway. Too. Uh, yeah, necroticism. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like. It set that, him up. It set them up for that. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things he does uh, you know he doesn't uh, vocally on this one that uh, I feel 
Walker. Yeah, I feel like influenced him to do it. Yeah. 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 By the way, the new single uh, is Badass Carcass. Because they're going to get set up to, new, to do a new album. Fucking amazing. Uh, what is it called? Something at the morgue? Uh, let me find it really quick. Ooh, that's not how you spell them. Hmm. Uh, the Living Dead at the Manchester... What is it? At the Manchester morgue. Yeah, that's the same name after the movie. It's the same exact name after the movie. It's... I love that movie too. I was watching it the other day. It's so cheesy. It's like seventies. Um... But yeah, do you have any other? Ah, yes, I do have more. Hold on. Honorable mentions. Okay, so Demolition Hammer, right? Tortured yes. Existence. Yes. That album is fucking intense as fuck too. Okay. Again, the riffage, the drumming, intense as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Epidemic of Violence more. But yes. this yeah. one definitely, yeah. I feel like you can hear the precursor of that intensity. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what is it? The song Cataclysm? God damn it, dude. Like, just uh, the transition, the way they, they wrote everything. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful record. And that cover is it's so, it's so like, interesting to look yeah, to, yeah. too, you know? Yeah. yeah. That one, uh, the Morgoth, The Eternal Fall. Right, that that's a that's another one of my favorite. That one, I was even telling you, I didn't even know they fucking wrote an album. Man. Uh, well, the EP. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, but Morgoth definitely a, a one you need a you need to listen to Morgoth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else did you got there? Oh, there's okay. There's Napalm Deaths, Harmony Corruption. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I, yeah I like yeah. that one too. Yeah. It's, it's got Glenn Benton on it. I think it's yeah. got John Tardy on it too, right? Oh shit! I they come know in and do yeah. guest vocals on it. Okay. Uh, uh, the okay, Scorpions have Crazy World, which in my opinion I think is uh, the last pretty good Scorpions album. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there's a uh, what is it? That first song on there. It's a. Uh, just heavy you know uh, the, the, ah, fuck I forget it's been a while since I listened that one to I one. don't know yeah but li- well that one has a, 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 a fucking down to go goodbye winds of changes oh okay that one has winds of changes and send me an angel oh so okay so it has those but don't believe her luster love um, uh, to be with you in heaven those are fucking they're, they're good tracks uh, of course there's uh, Slayer Seasons in the Abyss right Big fan. Seasoning uh, the obese. Uh, eating back to life. Cannibal. Yeah. And then... Uh, awesome cover art. Yeah. And then uh, Cause of Death. Obituary. <laughs> <laughs> cause of Death. Well, it's... Uh, would you go... Would you argue the same thing for Cannibal in terms of... Uh, with... Um, Corpse Grinder and... and um, Fisher? What's his name? It's Corpse Grinder and the other dude from uh, was the original singer for for Cannibal. Fisher, right? Fisher, right? George. Uh, That's Corpse uh, Grinder. Oh wait, no. Wait, what? 
I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> I said, you know how like we talked about Dio and and and, and uh, Ozzy, yes. with Black Sabbath. Yes. Would you make the same argument with? Uh, I forgot his name too. From the original singer from Cannibal Corpse, who's in Six Feet Under, uh, and uh, Corpse Grinder. You know, like. When they're like, oh, like which era of, of, of Cannibal Corpse do do you prefer? Oh, old school. Yeah. Old school for sure. Yeah, yeah. Barnes, Chris Barnes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, That's Chris Barnes era, I think, is my more. I think I, I favor the Chris Barnes era. I think even the music's heavier. It sounds, it sounds awesome. You know what I mean? And that fucking snare. Yeah. It just sounds. I like. It just sounds awesome. You know. Uh, my my buddy says it perfectly. You know, he says uh. Cannibal Corpse, they're not the most technical, right? But they they're fucking catchy, yeah. You know, and that's what I find myself too. Like, yeah, yeah they are. They're a f- super catchy band. Yeah, right? yeah, they yeah, yeah. They don't have to, you know, even though they can, right? Yeah. You know, they can, you know, they can play play. They play play that shit, right? But that they don't. Uh, they can just keep it nice and catchy. You know? Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have to. Yeah, they're they're. I agree with that. That's true. Well, you know what? I think we have a couple of things for us in store, maybe. Hopefully, we can do that proto-metal episode, part two. I'm down. Stuff from 60s and 70s that sounds like metal that you might not have thought about it, but it has some relations to heavy metal in itself. I'd love to do that episode on um, stoner rock and stoner metal bands, you know? That'd be fun. I'm down. So in the 70s, dude. Yeah. I, I, feel, I always, I always have a strong. Uh, yeah. Whenever yeah, we yeah. start talking about the 70s, you know, yeah. like I feel like, nah, people need to listen to the I, 70s. Damn it. I think we should. <laughs> I think we should dedicate also one to just 70s rock, and just keep it. We can make a playlist, and uh, we can share our playlists with people, and they can check it out. You know what I mean? Uh, if you want to go obscure, you can go obscure. If you want to go with Maybe good, you know, good tunes that people are, are they need to know. Yeah. That's good too, you know what I mean? We'll figure that whole thing out. But I think, you know, that, that'll, that'll be coming pretty soon, you know what I mean? So, uh, really quick, one more time, where can they find uh, Infestation of Evil? You said, uh, which places? Uh, you can find it on Bandcamp, right? Uh-huh. Uh, of course, Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's... It's really, okay. you know, we got we got those. Saluda al sexy club six six six, miembro activo. Cool, man. All right, guys. We'll see you guys soon. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. Stay tuned for a chunky death metal song by Infestation of Evil. The song is called "By Evil Infested," and you can find them on YouTube and on Bandcamp.